enemies of the air beware what a great like line dude how did any of those students even understand that other it didn't, than it's a cool mystery knew, you know we were watching it back in the day like the air oh my gosh slytherin has an air i mean to be honest that was what we were like seven yeah it was perfect it was so cool i did not uh, my vocabulary score was low (laughs) i was like i'm very confused i had to look over at my sister and she's like it it, it means they're descendants i'm like all right cool you're like what's descendants mean (laughs) (laughs) for sure sure. hello hello everyone and welcome back to backtrack i'm your host as always connor norton and today we are joined by ravenclaw's first seeker choice yeah no i'd probably i'd probably be a beater to be honest with you that's that i i want to think that i'm pretty ba but i'm not that ba you know beaters sound pretty cool i mean yeah but i mean to go against like the weasley twins that that's tough and quidditch is a dangerous sport to me zach thank you for joining me my <laughs> childhood friend we've grown up together we've been together this whole time we grew up at hogwarts you could say we're year ones of hogwarts I mean, uh, yeah, I guess. Do they have a year? No, we're not year ones. We're like year. How how would you des- how would you describe our? Because like we've been friends a long time. We've been friends since childhood. We, if anything, we. Is, I, I probably had the my first memories of Harry Potter with you. Yeah, of seeing them. You know, because they were well, coming with out. our little squad. Yeah, you, you could almost say that we had our own little Padfoot prongs. Uh, oh, sorry, that's uh, the third movie. Uh, my bad. Oh oh, uh, the dad group. Yeah. Okay. Padfoot prongs, Future spoilers. and um, <laughs> uh, shoot, Moody. Okay. Or Mooney, not Moody. Mooney. Mooney, Moody shows up later. Uh, Moody is the, the teacher later on. That's right. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Okay. Mad Eye. Um, if you haven't heard, today we are talking about The Chamber of Secrets, Harry Potter Chapter 2. No, Book 2. Book 2, yeah. Book 2, in The Chamber of Secrets. In The Chamber of Secrets. Chamber of Secrets. 2002, yeah. this movie's coming out. Harry Potter hype is well underway. Sure. It's taken the world by storm. There's two things that you have growing up when we were coming up in the 2000s. You had Pokemon and you had Harry Potter. Those are the biggest things the, ever. The, that, and I guess like for us, because we were already like on the Pokemon trail, we also like were into Yu-Gi-Oh a lot. Wasn't that a little bit later or was that, because like 2002, I think that's a little, that's a little early for Yu-Gi-Oh cards, right? Was it? I feel like that was right around when the show was like really About prominent. to start. Yeah. It, it was either 2002 or 2003. Because that's like what, second grade for us, 2002. So we're just yeah. like, I don't remember if they're Yu-Gi-Oh cards in 2002. I don't know. I do remember that we used to, like, I never learned how to play Pokemon at all. I just collected the cards with my sister. My sister was, like, organized. She had she had a full binder, like, all the holographics and everything, like, storing up. And then I was just like, nah, I'm going to write my initials on the back. <laughs> like, you even sent me a picture, like, a week or two. Yeah, ago, I was going like, through old Pokemon cards, and I was like, Oh, and I, I look on the back, it was like a horsey, and I was like, it's just a Zach. My legitimate name. Because I used to argue with my sister. I didn't know that they were going to be worth something later on. I was just like, no, those are my cards. Because my sister and I would get them mixed up, and she'd like, I'd get like a random holographic sometime, and I'd be like, nope, got to put my name on there before she steals it. Yeah, so that you can prove that it was yours. Yeah, for sure. I, I'm so mad because, you know, like parents do, my mom for sure gave away those cards or like <laughs> sent them away or threw them away or something. And looking back, I remember distinctly some of those cards. And now that everyone's on the craze of like finding yeah. all the originals, I'm like, we could have we could have had like paid off my sister's student loans and my my fiance student loans, like with all that, or like you know put a down payment on a house or something. Pretty much, some of those because the cards are crazy popular again. 
it's these Pokemon cards really are ridiculous, weird. really pop because they they're on a downward slope, and like the older cards are always valuable, but recently yeah. they've just been skyrocketing in the price. It it's like something about us millennials just wanting to go back through nostalgia, and then like for some reason we like control the price of everything. It's really <laughs> weird. I don't know. Do you know I was at Target? And even that like little card section of Target, all the Pokemon cards are just gone. These are new cards that are come out. Serious? They're just gone. And then one night, uh, Carly went down. And she's like, oh, I saw some Pokemon cards there, but there wasn't that many. And then literally the next day, the next morning I went, yeah. not to get Pokemon cards, just get something else. Yeah. They're already gone. Holy cow. Gone. Like These people are buying these cards like crazy. There's a sign that's like, oh, you're limited to buying three of any trading card. That's outrageous. Crazy. Like what is what's happening they were popular when we were kids but they were everywhere my question really is for the people that are on ebay or whatever buying these cards when people go and buy like that buy the legitimate like the the charizards or whatnot that are worth money supposedly and they're like oh i gotta have that for my why are you spending your stimulus check on this like this is absolutely um zach it's a charizard it's a Charizard. do you know how valuable that is if you buy a charizard with your stimulus check that's probably gonna double in price by next month you know what i'm saying like you probably double your money back it's like a stock or or (laughs) it'll stay the same price and then we're screwed you know i mean a lot of y'all are complaining about not paying rent but yet you're out here buying charizards I i don't know charizard's better than rent Charizard is the best Pokemon there is. You know, we're a little off track here. We're a little off track here. Speaking okay. of crazy um, beast, you know, <laughs> Harry Potter, Chamber of Secrets. Chamber of Secrets. This is right when the hype's probably going around. I don't. I don't think I saw the first two in theaters. I think I saw the third one was the first one I saw Harry Potter in theaters. I saw the third one in theaters at Kane's birthday. Yeah, party. we 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 had a birthday party and his, uh, the uh, like his his dad yeah we, like waited in up. line waited in line and like brought i think there's like 15 of us like blessed those parents for just like being chill enough to just like say oh we're gonna bring 15 third graders <laughs> for to prisoner the of movie theater. just just the two of us like i feel so bad for them that was, like that, i'm that, sure we that, were that, terrible that's a memory i remember though i remember going to see prisoner of azkaban yes. on like on on the birthday and seeing it in the theaters and it was awesome yeah in our home theater and in, in in our hometown yeah and it was like it was like, oh, I'm, I'm seeing Harry Potter on the big screen. You felt so like special. You're one of the first people to see it. Cause it's just like opening day or whatever. Yeah. It, probably wasn't, it wasn't at night because I think it was daytime. So. I think it was daytime. Yeah, I think it was the opening weekend. So. Yeah. But either way, it was like we're seeing it before anybody else. We can go to school and talk about it when some of the other kids maybe haven't seen it before, you know. And it's yeah. just like that feeling was so special, you know. And that, sure. that was my favorite one. I think it might still be my favorite one, the third one. Mm-hmm. Um, but at that point, Harry Potter mania was huge. I think it kind of the biggest point of it was probably after the second movie i think for me in my household harry potter mania was always popular because my sister was a book a book nerd Mm. and so she like legitimately oh my gosh i'm waiting for the next book to come out i'm waiting for the next and she was on a craze 24 7 and so like my sister legitimately i i even remember when i believe the seventh book came out we were driving back from utah and it was like either early morning or late night, and my my sister straight up made my mom pull over to the Walmart in the middle of Arizona or wherever the heck we were, so she could get that book. And yeah. she read it in its completion on the whole rest of the drive home. It was for the seventh book. For the seventh. The book. seventh book, they had like lines around Borders and Barnes and Noble and stuff. Like you had to be on a wait list to get that it was thing. A good like thing it was we were crazy. In the middle of nowhere, Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so. but the, I remember Harry Potter Mania being crazy, especially after this one, because they had all the games were coming out around this time, oh, yeah. too, where you had the Harry Potter, uh, like, the 
PlayStation games and like the Quidditch game was all based after this movie or after this Chamber of Secrets movie. Yeah. Um, and I remember this being like the dark one where everyone was kind of like scared of it. I remember this one being like the scarier, like Chamber of Secrets is like the scarier one. Maybe right. it's because there wasn't that many out, but like it was always like, oh, there's a creepy, there's the snake stuff. You got the spider stuff. You got like all these crazy like people blood on the walls. You know what I mean? Like it was yeah. just like kind of creepy. It's like, oh, this is cool. You know? Yeah. I mean? And we were discussing earlier about how we, th- you think that it was more scary on this one. And we discuss how it gets darker as the movies go on, including the Warner Brothers symbol as like they start the movie off. It starts like starts to go more and more in darkness. And um, but as far as scariness, I, I would have to agree that this is probably the, one of the more scary of them. Yeah, like it gets darker like in context, but as far as the actual movie uh, or as like frightening this was definitely frightening yeah i remember this one being like i didn't want to want to watch this one i didn't have this one growing up well i always hated snakes so this was like terrible (laughs) for me like 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 even growing up you know everyone wants to be a gryffindor nobody wants to be a slytherin especially growing up and watching these movies nowadays people like no i wanted to be no you didn't shut up you didn't want to be a slytherin you're only slytherin because everyone bullied you that's right stay in the slytherin house where you belong (laughs) yeah you're you're the same person that says that you know we need to have a divide and i'm just kidding (laughs) you know you're saying that no mudbloods are allowed um but yeah no we allowed to say that mudblood or can the only day say that oh i I don't know. <laughs> Shoot. Is there a technicality here? Am I in trouble now? It was even more frightening for me to like think about. Like bef- This was before they even made the Pottermore website or anything. And like before I could find out if I was what house I was actually in. By the way, I'm a Ravenclaw. Thank you. Um, that's the new Slytherin. Ravenclaw's like, I'm a Ravenclaw. I'm intelligence. Well, you know, that's what everyone always says. It's kind of interesting because like I, I – my sister was all into Harry Potter, right? So I kind of just went and saw the movies. It wasn't until about the fifth movie was about to come out. My mom was just like, you have to read the books. I'm like, no, I don't. And she's like, if you want to go see the next movie, you got to read the books. So I pretended like I read that book. I didn't. Um, <laughs> totally didn't. And I re- or, sorry, correction. I did start the books. I got to the fourth book and I was about to start the fifth one. And I decided to stop. Hmm. And, and I was just like, I don't know why, but I was just getting bored of reading because I was, you know, stupid. And Going to fifth, sixth grade, you're probably like, I don't want to read. Yeah, well, I mean, I never wanted to read. I never <laughs> read it anyway. Like, I, I don't know how I passed school, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> like, legitimately. What I, letter is this? I find spark notes on everything, or I just copy people's notes. But what are you going to do? So did you, you, you haven't read the books then, or you have? I have. I read them once through as an adult. Okay. And I'm actually going back through them now, but... This time I'm going through them on audiobooks because, you know, uh, uh, for work, I can have... Easier a, to listen to while driving and stuff. Yeah, I drive to work, so I, I, I'll, I'll listen to it on my drive to and from work. And then sometimes if I'm on a, a good job site that I can have a headphone in, I'll have it in and I'll be listening to it um, while I'm working too. Because I, I work... A lot of times I have to go split off from my journeyman and go work on my own and whatnot. So I just... Uh, I put a headphone in just to keep myself occupied. So how do you feel about the books then? Do you feel like these, at least with Chamber of Secrets, pretty faithful adaptation? Or are you kind of like, are you like, oh my gosh, how did I like these movies back in the day when these books are so much better or anything like that? Well, or? I mean, as a kid, like, it's the excitement of everything happening. You're like, oh, wow. You, you want to be a part of that world. Now as an adult, you know, I've gone to the Harry Potter land or whatever it's called in uh, Hollywood. Yeah, we would have lost in the Universal Studios. Yeah, Universal. Can you imagine if we were kids when that 
when that when the books were coming out and I that know. land existed. I would have lost my mind. I'm not gonna lie though, Butterbeer is as good as they say. It's pretty good, like, right? It's really good. It's I almost I think of it as like, like cream a soda. butterscotch cream soda or butterscotch root beer. Yeah. You know? Like it's just it's very good. It's sweet, but it's not like I'm going to die if I drink this. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, you know when you drink or eat something that's super, like, pretty sweet? Foamy and stuff, too. And you're you're all like, okay, I could have a little bit of that, but if I drink too much, I'm going to feel sick. Like, I don't feel like that at all. It's almost, like, refreshing somehow, too. You Which is I mean? crazy because growing up, the Harry Potter brand food and, like, candies and stuff was terrible. terrible. Absolutely. Dude, I remember doing the Jogathon at school, like, elementary school, and they were passing out, like... It was like a book fair slash jogathon, whatever else was going on. Oh, some the, fair thing, right? The, are you talking about the one where we had the shirts? And yeah, you have the shirts, stamp, and then you yeah, stamp the, the back the of your shirt. Or yeah, whatever. walk walk. Yeah, you get stamps on the back of your shirt. Yeah, um, I only ever got like ten. <laughs> You're like, I'm done. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I think Why we just. I, I, I think you that? had a certain amount you had to get to, right? Or if you got like to a hundred, then you got like something crazy awesome. Yeah, there's no way it I was, was like that. every twenty. It was like twenty five, fifty, and a hundred. You got like a raffle or something like that too. I, think, I don't know what it was. I think twenty five was like you got like a cool thing. Fifty, you got a chance to throw a water balloon at the principal, which we all hated at that time. I don't know about <laughs> you, but I hated our principal growing up. And I feel was, like as a kid, you gotta hate your principal, right? Well, it was hard for me because like I couldn't go home and complain about him because my mom worked for him. <laughs> my mom was like yard duty, and she was just like, "It's okay." That's, like, yeah. but I mean, my mom explained it to me as an adult, and I'm not gonna like out the person or anything, but like there are some things going on with that person. I was just like, "Okay, I feel bad now." Dude, <laughs> you know? I remember him. He was a huge Raider fan. He would play the Raider theme like every Friday or something. Uh, for, like, yeah, the games for, like, or like announcement or whatever. But uh, I, I probably did the the minimum amount of walking i had to i'm assuming i don't oh, remember for sure. but one of the treats they would pass out is like i don't know motivation just energy or something like that would be harry potter like the harry potter jelly beans and they had like Those the harry sucked. they were because it was like the, the, on the back they have like the funny like oh this one's barf flavor this one's vomit flavor and whatever. you wanted to try those as a kid because you're like i need to know what bar-. it's like yeah no you don't you know what barf tastes like. <laughs> you've probably vomited in and your mouth once i feel like they're all bad there was no like good it was like oh this one's Butterbeer. This one's like cherry. Like they didn't have anything that was a good flavor. I They're think, all negatives. Like I think there was like one, and I think it was like blueberry. Like the oh, cherry God. one tasted like cherry medicine. I remember that distinctly. <laughs> the the bubblegum one tastes like bubblegum medicine. Like yeah, it just seemed like they weren't trying. No, they're like, oh, the kids were gonna buy this no matter what. Yeah, for yeah. sure, we'll try it. And that, I remember the, like vomit and all of a sudden I'm like, this is just like why? Like, why did I cho- why did I bite into this? <laughs> why did I swallow this? Which is good. They have good. They have good Harry Potter stuff now, which is kind of nice. Yeah, it just it blows my mind. Even going there as an adult, because I went there like a couple years ago, one time ever, and yeah, I, I was just like, well. "This is awesome! Like this place is so cool." I we got chosen to as on the wand. Oh, that's this. Yeah, in like, the, the wand show, or whatever. And I thought I was gonna get it for free, but they're like, "All right, this is gonna be how much?" I was like, "What?" <laughs> but I had to buy it because I got chosen. Like I'm not gonna. <sighs> it's a good memory i got chosen on the wand show and that's yeah. how they get you you know i don't know i just know that like it was exciting even as an adult but just like that was the movies were the only way to feel a part of it now they're coming out with like a, a like a straight up free roaming game you yeah. can play on on game consoles like they're in the middle of it and you, i'm yeah, like that sounds way cooler than the harry potter games we had like the harry potter games we had was like Oh, Harry Potter and Chamber of Secrets or whatever. It was just like him rocking around or whatever. Yeah, I had the the first one 
on the I, computer. I remember those being bad though. I they were the, terrible. They're like hard, and you're like, where do I supposed to go? Like, yeah, exactly. they don't give you any like no information. <laughs> like, and who am I supposed to talk to? I don't can't like, cast spells. These people know that like it's kids that are going to be buying this game. It's not going to be adults. So well, why the mindset back then was games were difficult. Do you remember having any game on Game Boy? They don't tell you how to do anything. Well, I wasn't allowed to have Game Boy. I wasn't allowed to have a gaming console until I was like 11 or 12. Yeah, I didn't have a PS2 until I was like 10. Yeah. So, I mean. But I remember games difficult. were being very difficult. They had like the Pixar games on computer, like Toy Story 2. Insanely hard. Bugs yeah. Life. Insanely hard. <laughs> they don't yeah. tell you how to play. They're like, oh, yeah, just go. Figure it out, kids. Yeah. You want to be good? Figure it out. It's crazy. Like. Even, like, when we used to go to Alex's house. Remember, he had, like, every game console under the sun. Yeah, all the Nintendo games. Yeah. All the Nintendo games. He had everything. They had PlayStation 1, I think. Uh, I remember them only having Nintendo. Maybe. Because I always remember playing Smash there, and that was always fun. Well, that's because that was the best game to play. <laughs> 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 like, you can't not play Super Smash Bros. Like, that's just stupid. Um, yeah, it's, it's awesome. Or we'd go... We'd, we'd play... Um, Roy's our boy. Roy's po- our Pokemon. boy. <laughs> <laughs> Pokemon uh, Battle Stadium or Pokemon Stadium? Yeah, on uh, yeah. sixty four yeah. at his house. And then I just I remember that distinctly. That's like the whole. I'm not gonna lie. That was like one of the main reasons I went to Alex's house because he had all the video games. <laughs> and like I was just like, oh, this is way better than my house. My mom makes me go outside and ride my bike. This is stupid. <laughs> you know, we can play video games here. Now as an adult, I'm like. Yeah, I'm glad I didn't rot my freaking brain with video games 24-7. Like, I would have hated myself. Well, you never know. If you were a kid nowadays and you played video games all the time, you could be great at Fortnite and make millions of dollars on Twitch and YouTube. So, you well, know, yeah, th- you might, there might be something to it. We didn't have games like that growing up. We didn't have up, access to it. was actually good t- games. It was it was terrible. Twitch, like, Twitch. can you imagine us playing Twitch as like, at like eight years old on Pokemon Stadium? Just like... Just like we're doing terrible. I wonder if that's like a legitimate thing. I'm sure it probably is. Oh, it's gotta be. It's gotta be. Yeah. Yeah. That game is hard though. Yeah. Well, not to go into that game. I always pick Zapdos, Moltres, and Articuno (laughs) right out the gate. (laughs) I said, screw you. Gengar was on there always, which, you know. But some of those Pokemon are terrible. Like if you go back and like, um, here we're way off topic here. But like, uh, if we if you go back and play that game, like the move sets for the like the fully evolved Pokemon are terrible, and like the middle evolved is a little bit better than the non evolved are like really good. Yeah, but like the rental Pokemon that you get from that game are terrible. Like their stats are just abysmal. Like you try to beat the story, it's impossible. I never played the story. Yeah, I've only played played against against people. people. Yeah, but like you're meant to like get a Pokemon from your game and put it in there and play it that way. Yeah. Because the ones that you rent, quote unquote, from like the ones that are already there, have the worst moves, miss all the time, get paralyzed all the time, have no stats. It's like this should be one shot killing all this person, and I'm yeah. like I'm doing half health and I'm getting destroyed. It's awful. Uh, Game's so hard, and the second but, one's even harder. <laughs> like, but that's what I'm saying. They don't. They didn't care back then. They just made everything as hard as possible. They're like, oh yeah, they kids. just hated children. Got it. <laughs> like you're gonna, and it, it's funny because as a kid you think like, oh, I guess I'm just not very good at it. Yeah. But like when you're an adult, you're like, no, this game is actively cheating again. <laughs> like it would change the moves based on like what Pokemon it was, and uh, oh, they're actively looking it's like at what the you NBA picked. Jam game we were just exactly, playing. exactly, like, like straight up. <laughs> <laughs> I swear I swatted that ball, but you know, of course they no, slam dunked it and they turned, put the ball on fire. Oh yeah, the ball was on fire. <laughs> like, how heck? did you do that? Uh, anyway, back to Harry Potter real quick. Back we, to Harry Potter. Yeah, 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 yeah. way off topic. But way yes, topic. Chamber of Secrets. That's the height of I think 
Harry Potter Harry mania Potter. was kind of going crazy at that point. That's yeah. when everything started to take off. I think like Rocket. candies, the games, the, the Legos really started. Oh, I that's remember right. remember the uh, the car was like to get the car and build the car. Like the, I remember, car, I had that set. I remember the car, the the car Lego set, and they also Hagrid's hut Lego set. Yeah, was so cool because like opened up and stuff. Yeah, uh, I love the dual Lego set where they had like the dueling. Yeah, yeah, and and they also have one for uh, uh, Dumbledore's office. Yeah, those Harry Potter Lego sets were probably the peak of Lego. Like they had the Lego Harry Potter in those days and Lego Star Wars in those days. Yeah, was like the best sets and Bionicle, obviously. But Bi- well, I mean, Bionicle Bionicle is like its own little side thing. Yeah, like it's, I wouldn't even consider that Lego. It was, it was, I mean, there's their brand. I mean, but, but that was like, it wasn't actually a Lego piece. Thing, yeah. It was know? like different, but yeah, those Lego Harry Potter sets started to get really popular. That's when you started getting Lego magazine and you're like, Oh yeah. my gosh, this is so freaking cool. And yeah. this movie was when we got a lot of the cool stuff. Like some of my, the coolest stuff in Harry Potter and Harry Potter, like kind of come starts at this movie and some of it ends at this movie. Yeah. Some, cause I like the older Harry Potter movies where it's like they're in school and they're doing things and there's like a mystery about the whole year they're trying to solve instead of just like oh we need to that like uh, i don't remember which one because i eventually will cover it but there's ones where it's like like the fourth one upon rewatch i haven't seen these movies in a while but like the fourth one upon rewatch i didn't like as much i didn't like the seventh one really when they're like not in school and they're just doing their own thing yeah um i like and some i guess partly the fifth one too they're kind of doing their own thing too but i like it when they're actually in school learning magic and doing school stuff i don't know if that's weird or not but that's just how i enjoy harry potter well because it's it was again it goes back to nostalgia of like us always want like waiting for the letter to show up you yeah know what I mean? like i want to go to that school when you don't see them doing stuff at school you're like well that's not believable then that's not something that i could possibly go do you know what i mean i guess yeah and it's like i don't know i kind of like i like the because the fourth one, they're at school, but it's just a big old tournament. Yeah. You know, it's well, not like they're actually doing school stuff. It's because the, the movie Triwizard Tournament, you know, on the fourth one. But as far as the book goes, it goes more into detail in the book. And that's the one thing as an adult, after rereading and re-listening to the book, there's a lot missing here. A lot of it is just trying to uh, probably for storytelling and not make the movie as super long and stuff like that. Cause the books do get longer as they go on as well. Absolutely. But the, the, if you look at the timelines of the movies, they don't get much longer if at all. And it just oh, like runtime, you mean runtime. And it's like, there's so much more information as the books go on. Why are you not making the movie a little bit longer or doing what they did in the seventh one, which is where they split it. But I think but that's they, kind of a mistake in that one, right? Huh? That was kind of a mistake in that one. Cause that first seventh one is real boring. I don't know. I feel like they could have done it a lot better, but I mean, we'll get down that line when we get down to the second think one. We get down that line. I don't really remember that one very much, but sticking with the second one, we can start to break it down the story if you like, but I would just, I just remember this one being scary. The scariest one, one I didn't really want to rewatch, but upon rewatch, I enjoy it. I enjoy it quite a bit. I like a lot of the stuff in here that kind of, we'll get into it in some story beats or whatever, but it has stuff in here that I'm like, we don't really see again. And it's kind of a shame. I don't know. Yeah. Um, any final thoughts on the, did you, did you like this one more than the first one then? Like when you were a child, like upon seeing it? Um, absolutely. I think as, I think what was cool for us is we're only a few years younger than, than, um, um, Harry. Well, I mean, when you're watching it growing up, you're kind of like, oh, I'm growing up with these movies. Yeah. You're kind of growing up with them. I think it was just, 
really cool because you got to experience it. However, we were like a few years behind. My sister was closer to their actual age, so that's probably why she loved it a lot more. But yeah, it just it, it blows my mind. Um, starting off the movie, we open up obviously on Privet Drive with Harry. Yeah, like looking through his old photograph thing that he's gotten, you know, and we get the Dursleys. Which and he stuff. got from Hagrid, by the which way. Which he got from Hagrid, yeah, the little photo thing. Which I'm when I'm thinking like, why are you just not at Hagrid's, man? Why would you ever? Why would they ever make him go back to them? Like, I, they actively didn't want him to go to the school. Like, see, it's very confusing because it's like even in the books, this is where it's accurate to the books. It's just like it's clear that the Dursleys are terrible people. Yeah, they've, they've, every adult is a terrible person in these movies. The Dursleys are almost lovably evil. They like delight in how evil they are. It's like almost a satire of how evil they are. Yeah, it's like. <laughs> Like, so over the top, just like, I'm going to get you, and you can't leave. And it's like, but you don't want me here, so why wouldn't you just yeah. let me leave? Like, Yeah, who's stopping him? I guess the, they don't want Harry around either, the, the wizard people. like, I, I think they just don't want him to learn more, because they know they have to take him back like during the summers and stuff, and they don't want him learning more magic, because they're like afraid of him. And so their fear like like turns into like them being abusive back, maybe? I don't know. It makes no sense because I I love how they like have they're a little bit nicer to Harry because Harry has his own room now. It's like we gave you Dudley's second bedroom now, and like well, that's because Hagrid straight up told them in like the first book, like uh, you better treat him right, like no more under the cover. Otherwise, I'm coming after you. Yeah, deal. Like he he legitimately bent that um, the gun in half. Yeah, like, I I don't know about which you, doesn't make sense why Hagrid wouldn't just adopt Harry at this point. I don't know what the rules and regulations are in the wizarding world. Maybe there's like a book to explain there's, that. There's no, there's no CPA anywhere in this world, and that's it's a problem. It, 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 it needs to be addressed. It really does. <laughs> like, legitimately, poor Harry. <laughs> um, poor Harry. I love the part where they're just like, "Oh, I'll be greeting them when they walk through the door," and he's like, yeah. "And you'll be quiet like you never existed before, or whatever." Yeah. Well, this legit, like that legitimate scene is just um, it, it the first like three or four minutes of the movie is like a whole chapter and a half. It gets you back into the movie. It gets you back into the world. That you're like, all right, we're back with the Dursleys. We're back yeah. with the evilness. Like how is Harry going to get out of this this time? And then we like, I love seeing them be evil. I love yeah. seeing Harry like outsmart them and figure out how to like get around them. I don't know. I just love, I love that whole aspect of Harry Potter. I don't For know sure. what it is. Um, we also get introduced to Dobby who's upstairs when uh, Harry gets upstairs and how Dobby's like a little house elf looks like a scrotum type looking dude like <laughs> it just <laughs> like I, and i remember dobby because i haven't seen this in a while yeah especially as a kid i remember dobby was like helpful to harry and like giving him little clues and hints and stuff like in my memory of this movie it was like oh dobby was like always in the background trying to help harry out right yeah but upon we just rewatched it i'm like you're actively like trying to hurt harry and stop him from doing literally everything even though you're like under the pretense of trying to warn you but i can't tell you why i'm warning you but you can't do anything i'm gonna make sure you don't go well, because because he still has to stay loyal to his um family that he's a house elf to which we find out later is to the malfoys yes and so he can't give too much information because then he's actually uh going against like what a house elf is okay which... but like he's already breaking the rules by being there right i mean i th there there's <laughs> theories that like the malfoys sent him like told him to go you know kind of a thing and like legitimately this is more in like the harry potter like meta lore meta lore what not you know there's just like theories that they sent uh dobby 
because they want to see what Harry will do and they want to like try to get him either a expelled so they can get him easier later on or b they're trying to see what he's capable of so they know how to stop him in the future that just seems like a bad plan if you're the bad guys you know what i mean well i mean also he could be (laughs) listening to instead of lucius he could uh, dobby could be listening to uh young malfoy you know draco and draco i mean look draco's always trying to get him in trouble so maybe draco's like starting to go steal all of harry's letters yeah like (laughs) legitimately no, no letters for you, Harry. Like, can't hear from your friends. And then Dudley even says, like, some really messed up shit. Like, who would want to be friends with you? Yeah. Like. <laughs> just so mean. It's like, dude, I don't want to be friends with you. That's cool. But, like, I know you're my cousin and all, but shut the hell up. Like, you suck. <laughs> They're you so bad on purpose. But Dobby is, like, neurotic and doesn't. He's like, Dobby's trying to make sure that you never go back to Hogwarts. I would have to say that's probably one of the best impressions I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> I should be a voice actor. Yeah, um, uh, yeah Dobby it was trying to stop Harry from going to Hogwarts this year, and we're like, wait, what? Why? And it, it starts off the mystery of the year, right? Yeah. It starts off the mystery of Do- Dobby can't say why. He's grabbing things, beating his head against them, making tons of noise, you know? Yeah. It's um, just... Good, it, con- good comedic humor, I, I think. I like Dobby, but... I, I love and hate him at the same time. But in the books, you learn to love... That's the thing that bothers me, is there's more about Dobby throughout the books. But in the in movies, the, in they, the second book in particular, or is it get explained later? A little more in the second book and more later on. Like I was telling you about, because we were talking about how, what the hell? Like these are straight up slaves. Like <laughs> Dobby's straight up a slave. He's <laughs> like Dobby's to, a seventh forever. Yeah. <laughs> it's like what? <laughs> and like legitimately, um, what was it? Hermione. Uh, I told you later on in the books, Hermione actually makes a like a club at the school. Because she finds out that the um, people making all the food, you know how the food just appears? House elves actually have a significant amount of magic, like way more than wizards, like naturally. But they're enslaved. But they're enslaved somehow. <laughs> like it makes no sense, right? And so actually Hermione later on in the books like makes like a whole club like saying, this is wrong. Like, yeah, slavery is not okay. Slavery is not cool. And like there's – It seems to be the norm. It's wizarding world norm. I don't know. Oh, these little elf—they're so helpful. These are these never get them close. (laughs) These are the most evolved people without the most evolved minds. I don't know, man. Like they're just afraid they're going to take over. It's just weird. Like that's the choice in the movie. Like, oh yeah, they're slaves. Yeah. Oh yeah, families just have slaves. We just have house elf slaves. I mean, but doesn't it make sense that the people that generally have house elves are the people that elites or whatever the, that are the elites you know they feel like they deserve to have these house elves yeah stuff. but then it, the house elf conversation i don't think ever comes up again in any of the movies no not at all like dobby's free mm, it's like it if, does it does a uh, creature is the house elf to Sirius black's family and Sirius black has no problem keeping a slave well Sirius black's also gone for 12 years in Azkaban. So you're just stuck as a slave for a family that doesn't exist? Yeah. That's so funny. Black's the last one in that family, too. Like, you find that out later, but, like... Can, but can you imagine if, like, the family dies w- without being released? Like, what do you do as a, as a slave now? I you just honestly, stuck there? I, it explains it in the book so much better about that, like, and his, like, staying around, and he feels, like, a loyalty to uh, Sirius Black's mother. Who's like, dead. Who's dead. And, and like, her <laughs> ghost roams around, and, like, the... the 
it, it, there's a lot. Oh, that's another thing. A ghost can come back. Like, no, you're a slave forever, and then also we're gonna be a ghost, and you're still gonna be my slave. You came. You're not even. Not even death will set you free. Like that's I, <laughs> terrible. I don't, I don't know. This is just straight up wrong. But what are you gonna do? Um. Yeah. So it's weird that the house elf thing is a slave. I never really thought about it before. But Dobby is like. I need a master. I have no clothes type thing. I, I don't know if he talks about it here or not, but at some point he's like, oh, I need clothes to be set free, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. That's, um, like, that's like their w- release papers. <laughs> yeah. If you get clothes from your master, you're free. Yeah. It shows that you're not lesser than because you can actually not be pretty much naked. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just like they did in real slavery, you know? Uh, Dobby is like basically going to make sure Harry doesn't go to ho- the Hogwarts. So he goes downstairs while the aunt and uncle Vernon are uh, – uh, hosting like a family like his boss or something that's come over yeah it's actually a client so it explains it more again in the books that um mr dursley is a he sells drills like that's his legitimate job so this is like a contractor okay like, uh owner that he's trying to sell a mass amount of drills to so in the books it kind of explains that a little more is that he's trying to get this contract with this this guy guy okay but uh, Dobby goes downstairs, grabs like the decorative cake that was going to be the dessert, yeah. floats it over there, dumps it on the wife's head. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry. It's my nephew. He's deranged. He doesn't know what he's doing. You and know? that's why we didn't want to say anything. Like, oh, now you say something. Uh, now that you... <laughs> but <laughs> but I, he dumped I... it. <laughs> cake my... And how Dobby disappears after that, whatever. Yeah. I mean, but... honestly, as like an adult, I kind of feel like a sense of, even as a kid, I felt like a sense of like, yeah, serves you right, Dursley, you know? Yeah. Like, just like for being so terrible but, to Harry all but the they, time. But it makes it worse for Harry because they literally go put bars on his window and, l- and have multiple locks on his door. Like, oh, you're just going to be starved in this room. Like, you're never going to that school again. Yeah. I mean, they did that in the first one too. Like, they left the house. They left him in the, in the, the cupboard and they said, you get to eat like once a week or whatever. He's like, yeah. All right, cool. I guess I got water and spiders. <laughs> like, what the hell? But then they literally, like, when the school comes to get him, they're like, we're going away where they'll never find us. Like, he lost his mind. <laughs> yeah, like, dude, um, you're, you're never going to win against these wizards. Just let him yeah, go. It, it makes no sense. Uh, we think all hope is lost, but then we find, we hear a rumbling of a car. And this was so cool. I have a flying car come up. Yeah. We got the Weasley showing up, the uh, George and uh, uh, George, Fred, Fred and, and, and Ron. Uh, Ron yeah. uh, they show up in the car. They tow the the bars off the window and he's like come on harry jump in yeah he jumps in right as the theme's kicking up like da, 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 da. like and we have harry diving in the car as vernon's trying to like get back here potter you know it's Which, so again goes back to saying like why don't you just let him go like you're not gonna win this <laughs> who ca- like why does he care so much like why, they want him out of the house I, I have a feeling there's more in that letter that was given to them than we know you know what i mean like you need to be mean to this kid Either that, or, <laughs> or or maybe they're getting like money for like having the kid. Oh, it could be a oh yeah yeah. They probably get money from the wizarding for hosting him or something. Not necessarily wizarding, but like oh well, we had to take in this child, almost like a foster care system. You feel like they would want to be nicer to him then at that point because he would want to come back. No, the foster care system is notoriously terrible. No, no. I mean, if they're getting money from like oh, the more months you're here, the more money we get. Like, oh, we want you to be here all the time. Have all your friends come over, Harry. Well, it doesn't... I mean, you really think that the wizarding world is telling, you know... Is giving money? I don't think they're giving money. I think they're taking money. But I think... I think they're forcing the Dursleys to pay for his schooling. That's what I think. No, his parents left him with a fortune. I know, but I don't think Harry's paying for his... He's paying for his books, but his tuition, I think, is from the Dursleys' pockets. In the books, it legitimately talks about how he has enough to pay for at least five years and take care of whatever he needs otherwise. I think it's just funny that like the Dursleys are being extorted to like 
pay for Harry's schooling, and they're, and they're like, they can't do anything about it. They're just being forced to. Well, <laughs> the real question here is then, what's the exchange rate there? You know? Oh, to like gold to to money, what, what pounds? Yeah, euros you know? or whatever. Yeah, um, it's interesting. I don't know. They probably accept it. Yeah, would Maybe. it be like a one for one ratio, or like <laughs> are are wizards more elite? Like, I don't know. We don't know how their currency works. Yeah, that's yeah. a great question. Um, they take Harry back to the Weasley house, which is like a farm kind of farmhouse or whatever. And it's like built upward. It's not even built out. It's just like a it's skyscraper. Like, it's like the Ling Tower of Pisa, you know, like, but farmhouse. I like their house though. It's like a modest, like nice house. And we get to see some like actual magic, like of washing the dishes and the clocks and things like that yeah. are all magical. And it's like, oh, this is kind of cool. This is your first real experience with like a, a full wizarding family. Yeah. You know, really full. They have like, a lot of kids. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> like, I feel bad for them. Like Jesus. But, um, I mean, it, it makes you think that there's that not all of the wizarding families are like evil, like the Malfoys. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, we know that. We've seen all the other kids and stuff. We just haven't seen their families, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I mean, like, well, I mean, we've seen these guys. We've seen these guys at the platform. Yeah, they're one of the. Uh, they, they say it more in the movie too that uh, Malfoy even um, Lucius kind of comes after him after them and says, "Wow, they're a pure blood family. How are they a pure blood family?" Kind of a thing. And just kind of makes you think, like, well, the the Weasleys, if anybody, are inbred. You know what I'm saying? Like, how they all have the same hair, <laughs> some inbreeding going on. They gotta keep that bloodline pure. I can't <laughs> <tell>. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I do like the mom character. I like all the siblings. I don't really like Ginny that much. She seems like she doesn't like. Just awkward, doesn't really say anything. And I guess that's kind of the point. But like, I don't really see. Well, I mean, in the first movie, the the actress got like three lines no i know but she seemed more normal in the first one this one she's like sorry harry like she doesn't really i don't really understand her acting in this really that much especially at the end because like everything gets revealed to be her but yeah it just i guess it's a good twist i guess i don't know but i think it kind of makes you think that nothing's happening with her i guess yeah but she has a weird look at harry when they walk in it's like <gasps> Like, you've seen him before. What are you well, about? yeah, because she has a major cr- – like, when you're a kid, you know? Like, when your I just crush don't get... comes over to your house for whatever goodness reason, like, God knows reason, like – But I just don't get – especially later on because they end up getting together. But it's like, I don't really see that – I don't see any chemistry between you two. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, they're 11 and 12. No, no, even later on. It's just saying, like, I don't see – I don't see it. Um, yeah. But – we have uh, the dad there, and the dad's like, oh, you took the car? It actually flew? That's great. you know. And mom's like all like, boys, I can't believe you did this. Oh, I don't blame you, Harry. It's like yeah. your mom with anything you do if I'm over there. It's like, oh, I don't blame you, Connor. Well, I mean, to be honest, it's like it's like if I were to do something really bad. Like, I, Let's be honest. Like, If I would have stole my mom's car to come pick you up, <laughs> like, she can't be mad at you or vice versa. You know, well, especially if you saved me from my crazy person, uncles, you know, for for getting picked up. They didn't know that they weren't supposed to be picked up by that person. But you know? it, she's always like forgiving of Harry and like is always like, oh, hello, Harry. Are you hungry? Do you want some of this? And every movie, she's always like so helpful. And I love it. Harry and the Weasleys kind of get their their stuff all together and they're he- getting ready to head out for Diagon Alley. Yeah. Like, oh, take your powder, dear. And Diagonally, like Harry. Dig- like, like <laughs> what? Diagonally? Why would you say it like that? He said Diagon Alley before. Diagon Alley, yeah. like enunciate. But I, but it's just like every other adult in this world. They don't tell Harry how to do anything. Like, no, oh, come on, Harry, you know how to do this. Like, no, no, he doesn't. Like, you guys know he doesn't. Again, in the book, it, it goes so much more in depth. Uh, Harry ends up on like the wrong side of 
of the town, basically, where he's in like the nocturne alley. Yeah. If he said diagonally, I don't know why he went to yeah. some different area. But thankfully, Hagrid saves him, pulls him out, you know, brings him to Diagon Alley, the real, the real good one, because that's where all the shady people hang out is over there. It's it's kind of like the back alleys. Like if you ever go to a back alley, like if you've seen any back place, alley, it's a back alley. Yeah, <laughs> that's a back alley. <laughs> it's a back alley. You know, one of those back alleys. Um, also, can we talk about how we're not supposed to be doing magic outside of school, but Hermione fixes his glasses? Oh, they do it all the time. Outside of school. Yeah, like, all the time. That's some BS. Like, well, is it because they're technically in like a, like a town that's like wizardy? I'd assume so, because they have to get your spells books here, and you have to get your uh, wands here and stuff. So or I'm assuming just you Hermione do... get like all these... Because if you think about it, it's like mainly Hermione gets away with all this stuff. Well, I think they're like, oh... At some point, when the movie's like, "Oh, do you think we'd ever expelled every student who did magic outside of school?" Come on, now it's just like a rule, but like no one's enforcing it, kind of thing. Well, that goes into a whole thing of like how terrible the teachers are. No, everyone's know? so terrible. Yeah, there's no these rules make no sense. Whatever. Like, oh yeah, you know. Yeah, Harry meets up with Hermione and Diagon Alley, and the Weasleys are like, "Oh, thankfully, hey, we found you, Harry. Like, you guys didn't go look for him. Like, yeah. you heard what he said. Like, are you really just gonna leave him behind? Okay, like this again, no one, terrible. no one cares." Uh, they go and meet up with the new teacher of Defense Against the Dark Arts who's selling his books at like one of the bookstores. Gilderoy Lockhart. Gilderoy Lockhart, yeah. Terrible. Played brilliantly, though. Like, isn't this technically a monopoly? He's saying, oh, you have to have all of my books for my class. You have to buy all my books. You have to buy all my Where books, I get all the profit. Where I get all the profit. Like, And then he gives Harry. That's literally every college professor, though. Yeah, oh, <laughs> really. It's. It, I mean, I... I went briefly to college before i decided to drop out because it was stupid to me but every single one of my professors except for like two were like yeah you got to go get this book by the way i wrote it it's like well then just give me a pdf or something yeah just download copy like so then i can just like college i went to junior college and it was expensive i was like this is stupid it's also funny when it's like oh you have to get the new one every year because of the digital code and yeah. then you only use one time it's like come on or they they scumbags. change like one chapter briefly yeah like, you need the new edition for you can't get a used book yeah it's terrible yeah. i'm sure hogwarts is all about that you know what i'm saying like they're all about like oh we got the new quill edition you know i feel like this one has like gilderoy for sure but people like McGonagall is just like, nah, it's more practical in class. Like, maybe not McGonagall. She's definitely a book nerd. But, no, but and she's also like, she has some side bets going on. She's she's definitely a degenerate gambler. We've discussed this. A oh, bit. yeah, for sure. I mean, <laughs> it's said in the books how like she's constantly like how she brought Harry in as a first year to be their seeker. And she's like. I want to see Snape's face. And it's like Snape and her are constantly like battling about like their supremacy, house, like their house is like winning the Quidditch cup. Like it, even in the books, like this is what bothers me. It's always about Slytherin versus Gryffindor. Nobody cares much about Hufflepuff or Ravenclaw. It's like, it's like why even no. have the houses anyway? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's like, if we're always going to have just these two fighting against each other, but maybe that's part of like, the attitudes, because, like, if you look at the attitude of, like, a, a Hufflepuff, they're just, like, happy-go-lucky people for the most part. If you look at a Ravenclaw, they're strategic, so maybe they don't want to start issues, you know? I don't know. I guess. That's I my know. theory. It's just weird, but they get the books from the guy. He gives them free copies. 
uh, they talk with the Malfoys for a little bit outside. And he's like, oh, you scared Plantain? You know, basically yeah. they're just trying to intimidate him. We see a little slide of hand with the diary, whatever. But if you don't, if you don't notice it, you're not going to notice it, right? But if you like are a keen eye upon rewatching the mystery, yeah, you know, it's kind of cool. These Harry Potter books are all mysteries, or movies are all mysteries. You can kind of go back and see the clues. You know, yeah, it's like oh, that makes sense. You know, and the good ones do it really well. But like this one, it's like nice to see the through line of like, oh, everything makes sense in terms of the mystery, like how things happen and stuff like that. For sure. Um, yeah, but the what's his name? Lucius Malfoy. Lucius. Lucius drops the. That just sounds evil. Yeah, he dude. He has like the long. He plays such a good bad guy though. Yeah, he's for such sure. a good bad. Guy. He's such a good bad guy in the Patriot. Like he's, I lo- I love him as a bad guy. Um, he yeah he just in the book he's like oh we'll be watching your career with great interest Mister Ponton or whatever yeah. he, whatever he says. Um, why is it that all the people that hate Harry so much also are like so interested in him, but all the people that are like cool with harry you're just like all right you do your thing harry. i think because he's like a normal guy but they all think he's like some special dude okay you know what i mean but once you meet him you're like oh you're just a guy you're not anything crazy you're yeah. just a man he f- totally fe- harry totally feeds into like him who he is like later on though yeah for sure um he's like i'm freaking harry potter and he does he mentioned this is when we get our first like talk about mudbloods and like pure bloods and like how this is like a big thing in the world of like if you're not pure wizard blood you're you're a trash kind of thing like yeah like a trash family just like you know the pure germans that you know hitler tried to get. a little on the nose there jk rowling mm. <laughs> <laughs> um they head off to uh the the train station to go onto the train because Ginny's first year the parents go walk her onto the track everyone goes to the portal that's the train uh, nine and three quarters platform yeah uh except for ron and harry as soon as they try to go through it stops them yeah and can we even just say how much that must have hurt <laughs> that, like, that bird went flying that bird like <laughs> I, i'm really curious to like maybe read a report later on to hear about how that the, there's no way if that was a live bird the, there, it doesn't fly anymore like, like <laughs> it, it's got a broken wing like there's no way uh, and they're like, how are we supposed to get to Hogwarts now? And he's like, oh, we'll go take the car or whatever. So they go grab the flying car, fly away, which is like the coolest thing ever. And I love how every movie has a different way of getting to Hogwarts. Yeah. I love that. Like each year you get, you get to Hogwarts a different way. We don't know what the second year way to get to Hogwarts because they literally just flew right on the campus. <laughs> but it's such a cool like, concept like of them flying the car around. And it's like it has a cool car theme. The yeah. car has like a cool like wacky theme, like how they get around. And like they almost fall and try, Harry tries to grab ron whatever as he's falling out or ron tries to grab Harry yeah, as yeah. he falls out of the car uh they end up getting into the whomping willow and like the whomping willow destroys the car basically dumps them out straight up yeah they barely escape and they get they get to hogwarts like what super late like they get there way later than everybody else right yeah it's it's like they're already in the middle of the feast yeah and they're, they're still what, behind to, to which really makes me confused because like if you would have just followed the tracks you were already ahead of the freaking train at one point you're going faster than the train how can you not make it there faster than the train? Yeah, because the train has to follow the tracks. You guys can cut across corners and stuff. You're flying. Yeah, I wonder if like they tried to wait some time on that because they didn't want to be seen flying in, so they waited a little bit later, but they didn't realize. But not how really, late. because literally the next scene, they're like, "You were spotted flying this car. Every Muggle saw you. Do you know what this? This you guys destroyed everything. You know." Yeah, but they didn't realize the Muggles saw them. I think they're more worried about the teachers or anyone else at the school scene because they were afraid of getting expelled. Which is crazy because like we're just trying to get to school. Yeah, it's it's stupid. Yeah, it's so <laughs> weird. It's stupid but awesome. <laughs> I love the car though. The car is so cool to me. The car in this movie is so awesome. A lot of the cars in the Harry Potter universe are cool. Like the night bus later on. Oh, night bus for is sure. so freaking cool. For sure. Um, 
they pull up, they get in trouble by Snape, who's like, you were going to be expelled if I was in charge of you. You know, he's just all like, yeah, be all mean. That was not a good impersonation. I'm sorry. That was difficult. <laughs> he, he, he tries to, like, make them, like, understand, even if you were a Slytherin, I would have had you on the, the train back. And he's like, no, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. Like, shut up. Yeah, Snape. all these te- all these teachers are trying to get that house cup. Like, th- no one, they don't care about anything else. They're trying to get those points. And then there's Filch, and he's just like, he hates every student, and it makes no sense. Like he likes Slytherin kids, right? No, he hates everyone. In Unless the first movie, tattle- he's like celebrating with the Slytherin kids, like they won the house cup. I think because they tattletale on everyone else for him. Oh, okay. Because he he just like in the first one when he's taking them down to Hag- Hagrid's hut, like he's like, I wish that they had the old torture chamber torture or whatever. Chamber. Like, <laughs> he's I like, have, I miss the screaming. I still have the chains. I, I keep them polished. And it's like, dude, you're sadistic, dude. How is you still employed in this? How are you still I employed? I don't know. <laughs> he's a freaking squib, too. They don't They don't care, though. Hogwarts teachers clearly don't care. No, no, no Nobody cares about... It, it makes The you, more danger, the better. Yeah, what's going on? <laughs> like, honestly, like... And this is the last movie we see... Um, goodness, what's the guy's name? The the person who plays Dumbledore. This is the last time we see him because he passes away right after this movie. Yeah, Richard Harris, yeah. Good old Richard Harris. He's great. He's good. I don't know why, but I like the other actor who plays. The other actor has some darkness in him. He's like he's clearly up to no good. Rich, yeah. Richard Harris is kind of like an like a wise like distant grandfather figure. But I but guess like he has some kind of secrets, you know, you never know what he's up to. Yeah. The other guy he's like Why'd you put your name in the Goblet of Fire? Yeah. Like he's just, <laughs> well, I mean, like he has to feed into the personality of Dumbledore, and it's like as time goes on in the books and stuff, Dumbledore starts to like get a rapport and like a relationship with Harry. So that's like how he is. But this Dumbledore seems like more of a relationship with Harry than the other one does. You really think so? I think so. In, in terms of like niceness, the other one is like vague on purpose. Like, oh, don't forget to go back in time harry good night and it's just like or like he'll say like really vague like things what he wants him to do and doesn't do i don't know i like this guy a lot uh but they get off scot-free basically from fl- having muggles see them there's like a newspaper like oh muggles see flying car don't they get detention oh they get detention yeah you're right but that's one, pretty much one detention yeah, it's like a slap on the wrist like i totally just went against every what law. happens if muggles see them like is it really that big a deal like it seems like not the really Ministry of magic has to go um it, it goes again in the books it goes more into detail but they have to keep everything concise and and less so then they can make the movie plus it'd be kind of boring to talk about that in like the movie but the ministry of magic has like a whole bunch of different departments and one of their departments is like men basically in black. men in black okay. and just like Kind of like, you didn't see what you thought you saw. Okay. <laughs> like, there's explanations for everything. So they go and erase minds, basically. So my theory is that there are really witches and wizards out there, and they're not letting us see these UFOs. Why would wizards care about aliens? Because it's one of the main three. <laughs> <laughs> witches, or wizards, aliens, and robots. The robots are all over the place. Yeah, well, you can't <laughs> stop that one. Um, but yeah, they get detention and school year begins. We see them like do like some of their classes with the, uh, Madame Pomfrey doing the, doing the vegetation howlers or what are those things called? The, the, um, dirt, dirt things, whatever they are. Like, I don't remember. They look like babies. And yeah. Dirt. They're really, they're creepy. really like, creepy. Oh, you just pull them out and they start screaming like crazy. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. And, they, and appa- then Neville passes Apparently out. they have a great property of 
unpetrifying people. Like, hmm, I wonder if that's going to come in handy Maybe, later. Later, yeah, for <laughs> sure. Uh, Ron gets in trouble. He gets the howler message from his mom, which kind of yells at him and goes crazy. Like, yeah, Ronald, you're in trouble, dude. As someone who got yelled at by his mother all the time on the playground, and, and the worst part is my mom would yell across, like, the playground, Zachary Ryan, and I, you know, Ryan's my middle name. So as a child, if someone Traumatic. says your middle name, like, out loud, it's, like, embarrassing. They, 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 have, they have so much, like, it's like, oh, what am I, got, I can't do anything about it now. They got like, ammo on they me. They got everything on me. They, they, they know It makes me. no sense. I'm done, I'm done poor, you know. So I, I come across <laughs> the field to where my mother is thinking, crap, she saw me do something stupid or, you know, I'm in trouble. And she'd be like, here's your lunch money. And I would just be like really mom really like you knew like what the heck you know what's you know what class i'm in you can just bring it to me once. exactly exactly <laughs> i don't know but that that's how that felt to me like hearing the howler is it's, like it's my so funny mom. that like middle name was like such a like a dig on someone like oh i have this over you i know Dude. your middle name but like mm. who cares like it's just such a weird thing to care about and, but like it was such a big deal and the funnier part is a lot of people like not a lot of people but a good amount of people actually went by their middle name rather than their first name when we were growing up. Really? Yeah. Well, a couple people. Oh, okay. Maybe not a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> but I do remember that some kids like went by their middle name because they like their middle name more than their first name. Their given it's name. It's so weird. It's such a weird thing to be like offended by. Like, oh, no. Like, like, it's such a weird thing to be like hung up about. Like, I guess because you only got called your middle name at home when you're in trouble. When you're in trouble. For yeah. sure. Especially if they don't say your last name and they just say boom boom like yeah your first in your middle you're like just oh like, i'm done for <laughs> i'm so in trouble. so much trouble <laughs> um we keep going through the school year we see like them doing different classes with the defense against the dark arts teacher which obviously as everyone knows if you're in the defense against the dark arts teacher you're only there for a year like you're <laughs> it's yeah, like a it, one it, year it, it, like, sub we've only seen one movie at this point like even as a child and you just knew oh th this guy's not laughing. yeah this guy's like, this guy's there's no way who's gonna be next year yeah exactly <laughs> that's probably why they have such a hard time in these movies like fighting against evil because they'd have no defense against the dark art teacher ever <laughs> because the one who was it for so long was literally voldemort <laughs> he had hired Voldemort the whole time if they would have just hired him it would have been good but he's like has the pixies flying around. We just see hijinks, whatever the pixies and yeah, Hermione and has to he solve it. Clearly all. doesn't know what he's doing. Like literally the first second, class, yeah. Second year, Hermione's like, I'll I'll take care of this. Yeah, Don't worry about it. You know, and he can't do anything. It's like that should be clear, obvious. Like you hired a teacher who does who literally doesn't know how to teach. Yeah, exactly. What what the heck? Like these these no one cares. There's no complaining. There's no, nothing. Because I imagine Hermione would be like writing home to her parents, being like, um, I didn't learn anything because the teacher doesn't. And you don't think like the parents would be like, um. Do you think that Hermione would really do that? But because how would, she's taking you, classes. She tries to take as many classes as possible so then she can learn, you but, know? But you, you imagine, like, how involved parents are with their kids' lives, like, their kids' student lives. Like, yeah. there's no parent-teacher conference. Like, my mom would be so involved. Like, it's like, um, you're doing what now? You, you know, like, and she would be complaining to the board and all, not the board, but, like, the teachers and parent and the principal and stuff well, like that. Well, this is more like a charter school. So do they still have that at charter schools? Like, when they ship off their kids and just say, okay, we'll see you in the summer. Don't die. Don't die. You know, like, <laughs> like what is that? Like, like private uniform schools that, like, kids go and live at and There's stuff? But, I mean, the people who go to a private uniform school probably have people who are even more want to know what their kids are doing and make sure they're being taught right well i mean if you think about it too like a lot of these teachers have been around for a long time so like oh they don't lot, care they have tenure these, <laughs> but what I, what I mean is like a lot of the parents actually already had these teachers you know if you think about it a little bit like mm. they're like oh i definitely had mcgonagall yeah we got away with stuff but you know she's still a really good teacher you know but 
that makes it even worse because you think like, oh, that teacher sucked. I got to like make sure I'm not doing. Maybe they just give tips to their kids like, hey, watch out for when Snape does this, you know, or. I guess. I guess it never came up. You know, they didn't care, which is weird. Do you think parents would be involved? I don't know. It's funny. We get some Quidditch practice going and we find out that uh, uh, Harry's, you know, still seek or whatever. And they have the the, uh, Gryffindor team. Yeah. Then we see the Slytherin team, whatever. They kind of have like words like, oh, what are you doing here? We booked the practice. Like, actually, I have a note here from Professor Snape saying we get to practice now. It's like. Because of our new uh, seeker, and then that's when Malfoy like exposes Shows himself. Up. It's like, like, oh shoot! And and by the way, that's not the only thing that's new. And they all have the brand new Nimbus two thousand and one, dude. Like, so freaking cool! Nimbus two thousand is already the coolest name. Is like no Nimbus two thousand one. When I first saw that, I was like, oh, what are they gonna have next year? Two thousand and twos, and I was just <laughs> like, this is stupid. And then when they came out the next year, they firebolts, firebolts. I'm yeah. like, okay, that's. Pretty that's rad. dope. That's yeah. dope. I want. I want a freaking firebolt now. I know this isn't real. I know I can't really fly on a broomstick, but that'd be dope. Yeah. I also hate heights, so that's even funnier. Especially because, like, oh, it's even it's even faster than the original Nimbus two thousands or whatever. You yeah. Know? It's like, oh my gosh, it's so cool. And we're right in the year two thousand two when these were coming out. Like, oh, Nimbus two thousand one. This is yeah. awesome. I love them, dude. They're all sleek and black and shit. But it makes you think, like, is there gonna be a brand new broom every freaking year? Yeah, it's like an iPhone. Oh. That makes sense. Or a new computer or anything else. Like, it's always got to have the new and improved fastest thing. And obviously, you want to be the best team. You got to get the best equipment. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not everyone can afford that. Except McGonagall can because she's, like, clearly showing that money. Well, she, she bought one. She didn't buy it for the whole team. She's, come on. Like, she's like, oh, I'm, I need a new seeker. I'm going to get. She's clearly has money on this stuff. Like, she buy him the best equipment. Like, it's like steroids. How do you know you. that wasn't, like, her, like, going on vacation money like that she's like ooh, or i can show up snape because oh. i can because you know she was winning money on the side somehow they're, they're gambling on they're the gambling side. They're, for like, sure yeah so she's like small investment to pay to get money back yeah i'm know? gonna oh make sure you guys don't throw this game over here like, yeah, you know what yeah. i mean like she has like, she's doing some stuff it's like, like that. when you're starting to bet on the on boxing games and stuff like, yeah and you're like oh yeah Make sure in the third round you go down. <laughs> and she has a vested interest in her team doing well. Like, come on now. They all are like, and they also, we brought, we brought this up as well. The teachers seem to have full control of how many points and stuff are given out and not given out. Yeah. Which like, they kind of drop after this movie. I don't hear, remember hearing anything about points. Uh, I, when the kids do something bad in the next movie, it's like, oh, you lost 10 points. You know what I mean? I can't remember off the top of my head, but yeah, yeah that sounds they, they familiar. They don't only bring it up at this point, but like the teachers have free reign just to deduct and add points whenever they want yeah for anything and straight up dumbledore which we found out later that dumbledore was a gryffindor but dumbledore's like you know at the end of every freaking movie he's like oh by the way i have some extra points to give here's seventeen thousand points after gryffindor after he awards the cup (laughs) to slytherin he's like well done slytherin however (laughs) however uh by the way i still have to give more points i I have a hundred something points to give away and make them now the number one it's just like a straight middle finger to slytherin he's like f you (laughs) and he's the only one he's the one with the mic so he can literally just like it's the end of the year i can add or subtract any points i want exactly so dumb but like the teachers who are head of the houses right because like mcgonagall's head of gryffindors she has a vested interest in gryffindor winning the house cup she can award or deduct points to oh. whoever she wants to I make wonder it if it's like a raise at the end of the year for her it's cool dude a hundred percent if your house is the thing you get a raise or you, you get, get a bonus a or a bonus yeah a hundred percent because snape can be like oh whenever harry and ron or hermione are in a class he literally is like minus 20 points from yeah Gryffindor. yeah for like actually answering my question he's like i asked harry well Hermione knew the question. No, I asked Minus Harry. 20 points, yeah. 
And then if, if Slytherin does it, he's giving them points. You know what I mean? Like yeah, you're only invested to give points to your people and dis, dis, uh, subtract from everybody else. It's yeah, just like this is sure. such a weird. There's I'm, no rules. I'm like curious if like that's all like somehow like magically put in a book like minus this plus this whatever blah blah. They have to like submit why these points are being and like the teachers in oh. like the lounge are like going over like this is BS. You can't call this one. That's a, no. that's against the books. There's no way. There's there's no rules. I guarantee you, there's no rules. They don't care. <laughs> well yeah uh we get the worst part though when hermione and ron are like with harry whatever he's like talking with uh the slytherin quidditch team whatever they're like like, about to come to blows whatever and then ron's like you'll pay for calling her a mudblood eat slugs but his wand is broken Broken, because of the tree and the slugs go back into his mouth and now he's just vomiting slugs well it's it's natural you know like his wand's broken so everything he says is reversed right? that was like the grossest effect so gross and it looks the, still the looks crazier good. thing that blows my mind is like in that scene when he's throwing it up like legitimately you can see the bulge in his mouth yeah and you see it coming it's like you see it moving. that's that's not like i'm really curious how the heck they did that. it was it a real slug or was it just if a it fake was a real slug like rupert grint like rupert rupert grint that's his last name. Like, just com- I commend you. Like, you, crazy. you deserve everything. Because that. that was such a – he just keeps throwing him up, too, and he yeah. looks sick. sick. He looks so bad. He looks, like, so pale in the face. And it's just yeah. like – Yeah. Like, I, mean, I, I always was so gross. I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's so gross. I wonder if it was, like, makeup, and then it looks even more intense because of his bright hair. But Yeah. I don't know, but well done. I love that that eat slugs i'm like i would use that all the time if i could and make people eat slugs. they're done they, they can't they're out of the fight at that point yeah you're just then, barfing slugs up you know how much it hurts to throw up like yeah. you feel it like coming up your throat and in your mouth and oh but God. it's not even like actual throw up it's like a legitimate object yeah it's so gross oh it's like a slimy object too and they're huge they're giant slugs they're not even small slugs yeah they're, they're like giant. big freaking slugs oh it's, that's such the grossest effect dude i was always so grossed out i think that. that like adds to the like scariness of this movie like the the, the like gross thing, thought of yeah. thinking like things like there's there's spiders there's snakes and there's slugs coming out of someone's mouth like that's the and worst. it helps that the effects are practical too they're a mix of practical and cg yeah for sure and so you see it actually there and you see the actors actually reacting to stuff like that like they have the real spider and they have the real snake and stuff yeah. it's like oh it's actually there i don't know it makes it more feel more real yeah do you Incredible. think that they stopped doing practical stuff as they went on? Because I don't remember there being as much practical stuff like that in future movies. Like it's mostly CGI stuff and like CGI beams firing at each other and yeah, the I monsters would have are all to CGI. Say they probably did less and less of that first off to make their lives a little bit easier because you know how much set time that takes to like. And build Chris everything? and Christopher Columbus is like an old school director too, and he's all about doing stuff like that. He's the one who did these first Harry Potter films. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's but just it is something to be said technology? about it. it. It does look it does look better. The first one didn't have that many practical stuff. They didn't have a real dog. You know, it didn't have a real troll. Yeah, those didn't look good. Yeah. This stuff looks really good. It 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 blows my mind how if you even look at like the eighties and nineties and to the early two thousands, how like you know movie making and technology has slowly come up. But even in the last fifteen to ten ten to fifteen years, like everything technological has gone astronomically fast like we even joke around about like having a brand new iphone like every year or whatnot if you even think about like when cell phones first came out there was like the new model like every five six seven years you know and then you're just like okay cool that you know the new razor phone or whatever you know 
but once iPhones started coming out and like that technology started to blow up, it's just like everything blew up on how fast it was the next new thing. Like I talked to even friends who play gaming online on their computers and they're like, by the time we can buy the processing chip that we need for this one, the new model is out. I'm like, ridiculous. Yep. It's crazy. It it just blows your mind because that makes you think about like movies like this too. It's just like how quickly throughout the years just like the next new thing in movie making came out well, well it is and it is to be said like dobby doesn't look that good cgi wise but same year you have smeagol and Gollum in lord of the rings which looks amazing it still looks great today you still are like wow that looks so good yeah you know it's like i mean it was same year and it still looks great i wonder if it was like a budget thing too uh, I think it's difference in they did motion capture as well. I don't know, could have been money spent on it and motion capture was technology it, was wasn't different. Wasn't Lord of the Rings made for IMAX though? Uh, Especially Return of the King. Some st- yeah, probably some shots maybe. I don't know. Yeah, but I mean they did motion capture with Andy Serkis. I don't know if they did motion capture for Dobby. Yeah. So you had more detail in the face and stuff like that. Well, I mean Smeagol is like a big part of the movies, and Dobby was like what three couple scenes. scenes. Yeah. I remember him being more scenes, to be honest with you. I well, guess he's only. I three. guess we always felt like he was more scenes, but he's kind of, he's kind of annoying. <laughs> he is a little annoying. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, back to Ron throwing up slugs. Yeah, that was a gross effect. But they go about Harry has the tension with the with Lockhart. He's like signing his fan mail, whatever, signing yeah. his letters. Um, Harry, whenever Harry leaves, though, he f- hears something in the walls, and it turns out he's like hears like parcel tongue. He doesn't know what he's hearing in the walls. He hears yeah. somebody saying "kill." He, he hears the snake. Yeah, the snake's like saying "kill, kill, kill," whatever. So he follows the halls. They ap- happen upon this floating petrified cat, uh, Mrs. Nor- Nor- Norris. Mrs. Norris, yeah. This is the cat's name, and there's writing in blood on the wall, and also that's a lot of blood. It's a lot of blood. That that's and it's kind of high. It, it looks kind of high up as well. Yeah. So, it, like, and thinking about it, like, how does she write that? Uh, when God and love you. There you go. She is a first year. She learned how to do that. <laughs> Thank you, Professor Flitwick. <laughs> the, only per- the only person teaching anything in this school yeah. is probably this guy. Yeah. Um, Harry happens to be there first, and then all the students show up, basically, yeah. to see it. It's like, how how, how are you all getting out of school this, yeah, this exact time? And it goes on to, like, talk about, like, when McGonagall always, like, shows up, and she goes, how is it every time something happens, it's always you three? Like, yeah. They're always in the wrong place at the wrong time. Uh, yeah. It would come to make you think, maybe the problem isn't the school. Maybe the problem is Harry. <laughs> no. Come on. I guarantee you all these other kids are doing this, but... Basically, it just says the Chamber of Secrets has been opened. Enemies of the air, beware, right? Yeah. Which is so cool. Like, writing in blood. Like, it's such a freaky thing. Like, writing in blood, especially when you're in second grade. That makes you think about Halloween immediately. Yeah. Like, nothing else. And that's when, like, I guess that's part of the scariness of this movie. It's just because it makes you think about, like, every haunted house you've ever gone through. Yeah. And what, again, we were seven or eight. Second grade. Yeah, second grade. Like, that. that's scary. And then the... The Filch, Filch shows up and he's like, "You kill my cat, I'll kill you." He's like totally like, mon- not even like yelling or whatever. He's like, "I'll kill." Him. Like he's gonna like skin it, them alive. Serious. Like this guy it's, is is yeah. real. <laughs> he's gonna kill these kids. How many kids do you think that he's killed? Like let's be real, he's killed a couple kids for sure. Yeah, he, he probably got away with it. And, and they, said, he, like, they're like, "Oh, those... oh, it was an accident." Oh, they're on a summer trip. <laughs> <laughs> they went away they, for Easter. I don't know why they didn't yeah, come back. They, they, <laughs> they, we, let, we sent them up to a farm. They're having a great time. 
Yeah, they had detention. They had to go to the Forbidden Forest. Again, can we go back over that from the first movie? Like, they said that they're not allowed to go in that it's, forest. It's forbidden unless it's you want to die a horrible unless you want to die. Death. And that's the first detention you give these first years is to go into the – what is this? To go hunting. To go hunting. And then, and then they see the freaking man himself, Voldemort. And – and not only that, Hagrid separates them. He's like, all right, you two go this yeah, way. Yeah. <laughs> my, no favorite, supervision. my favorite line is like, he says, you you could be with me or you could be with, uh, what was it, Thang. And then freaking Malfoy goes, I'll go with Thang, right? And he goes, well, he's kind of a pansy. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, why? Well, you're supposed to be watching these kids. these kids. Yeah. It's such a weird punishment. It, it really is. It makes you think. They don't care. They, they really they don't. don't. They're like, oh, yeah. How many dead kids do we got a year? We got to yeah. have a couple of them. They, they have to have, like, the ability of, like, okay, we can come up with, like, seven or eight dead kids a year. And then if we don't get to that level the year before, if we have, like, a, a like, what was that? There's a, there's a number. Rollover children. <laughs> like There's a number of acceptable deaths a year at Hogwarts. Remember like, when Singular Wireless had that rollover minutes before they got bought by AT&T? Oh, rollover minutes. Rollover yeah. minutes. That's, like. Hogwarts. Oh, we haven't had, you know, we, we have rollover like deaths. Rollover <laughs> deaths you know? We only had three Kiel die last year, so we're allowed another eight this year. Unless they're from like a wizarding family, then we're screwed. Because <laughs> every time they're like, every time something happens, like, this will be the end of Hogwarts. We're going to have to shut down the school. Like, this happens every year. Every year. Every year. <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, more than every year. I'm sure it's like every semester. Like, let's be honest. Uh, the teachers are like, no, we don't think Harry did it. It's just his word against. Against yours, I guess, because Harry happened upon it first, I guess. I don't understand. But, like, they're like, all right, well, we're going to have to figure this out, you know? And he's like, oh, don't worry. We can fix the cat. It's only petrified. And it's going to take the rest of the year to make this potion. But don't worry. The cat will be fine or whatever. It's like, oh, okay. All right. Um, they head off, and they're like, hmm, who could have written this stuff in blood? What are they talking about? Chamber of Secrets, blah, blah, blah. The kids are the only ones asking these questions. The adults are like, Closed down. I don't know. Like, yeah. You know, you know the adults already know about it. Like, like we know, we find out later that Dumbledore was around when it was originally opened. Right? Yeah, because they asked McGonagall like the next day at class, like, "What is the Chamber of Secrets? Like, why are you keeping these secrets from us?" But here's the problem: you find out later about it being open before, and we find out that freaking, uh, they were gonna shut down when it was first opened the first time. Why are they not shutting down immediately then? Because someone died last time it opened. Oh, so since nobody died this time, we're we're, cool we're, we're to waiting. Chill out we're for waiting for someone to die first, and then we'll shut. And it then down. we'll shut down. Yeah. As but long since, as nobody comes up dead, we're solved. But since everyone's being petrified, oh, it's okay. It's solved. Okay. Cool. <laughs> got it. Got it. It's not like it's leading to worse things, and like there's not like there's blood on the wall all the time, and no one knows why or how. Even though we can sense when magic is cast and used, no matter when. Yeah. It's I, so strange. I need strange. someone who's a medical professional to tell me how much blood that is. That's, that's a lot that's of blood. Great. That's yeah. a lot of blood. <laughs> like that's got to be enough to make someone like almost dead. Yeah. Is she cutting herself to do this blood? Like, there's so many like, questions. Where's this yeah. blood coming from? And it's like goopy, like thick blood. It's thick. Like. I, I feel really bad for the person whose blood that is because that is she getting unhealthy. It from, do you think she's getting it from like the medical wing? Madame Pomfrey's like no no not Madame Pomfrey. What's her name? Uh, Madame Pomfrey. Who's the that's the nurse? Madame Pomfrey. Who's the other teacher then? The one that's the garden teacher. Oh, isn't that gosh, Madame Pomfrey? No, she's um because Madame Pomfrey is a, a professor, Professor Sprout. Sprout. Okay, Sprout, so Sprout is, and Pomfrey's the nurse. Of course, her name's Sprout, and she teaches about plants and crap. You Perfect. Know? 
<laughs> I mean, it, it works. Um, but yeah, McGonagall is telling the kids about the chamber secrets when it was open. There, it's about killing the a monster came out of it, killed some, killed the kid. Yeah. They whenever the chamber's open again, they want to kill the half bloods because Salazar Slithering founded it that way because he didn't like the teaching practices at Hogwarts. Exactly. And he was one of the founders. He was the Slytherin founder, and the, each of the other founders are from. We get some backstory of Hogwarts, basically. Yeah, a little. How bit. it was founded, which is kind of cool. I like the idea of like having these four great wizards founded the school whatever yeah but well, the you... whole reason that they founded the school it, it goes into detail again in the book is is because they want to show young wizards how to use their magic properly good thing that didn't backfire uh, at all <laughs> no not salazar not him um which i always thought was salamander for a long time salamander slytherin which made me even more confused because i'm like why do they have a snake then instead of a salamander True. why is ravenclaw an eagle that's a really good question. <laughs> that is a really good question. Why is Gryffindor not a Griffin? Yeah. It's dumb. Dumb. Yeah. Makes yeah. no sense. Um they talk about like, oh, who would want to who would who would want to be a pure blooded wizard and kill all the other half blood? I don't know, maybe the Draco Malfoy, right, as he walks yeah. by. I'm like, you know, you really think he wants mass murder of other people? I guess he does, because he's like, Oh, we gotta get rid of these people or whatever, you know. Well, I mean, it goes back to like that that thinking of like He's a Nazi. Yeah. He's a Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> like, like legitimately just out here getting trained by your racist, you know, like classist father who's like, we're pure blood. But we're the school, better. the school actively is like, oh, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> Let him in. I, I don't know if that's like their way of trying to say, maybe we oh, can change him. Yeah, oh, oh, that's so like every woman <laughs> who dates a toxic male ever or vice versa. They're like, I want to change. You're not going to change him. But you're not. The. We hear that the founders of the school, we're getting really deep into like this the nerdology or whatever Hogwarts, yeah. but like they we found out the founder of the school like kicked him out, like he left in disgrace. He's yeah. like, oh, I hate this stuff, and you're still actively like have his name be part of your legacy. Like, oh yeah, we have a whole fourth of our student body is going to be devoted to this guy's teachings. I guess it's like a like a Winston Churchill quote: if you don't learn from the past, you're doomed to repeat it. Yeah, learn from the past. Don't make a fourth of your school <laughs> devoted to the pure blood regime. But I, I guess they had already started the schooling, so like it is like a personality trait. I don't know. You can just make the other three bigger. I guess so. The, the, but the hat's like, no, you're a Slytherin. He's like, no, we talked about this. Maybe, we, maybe no they Slytherin felt house. like if they would have like secluded him from there, there'd be more like people that are like Slytherin coming out and saying, well, you've excluded him, so we're gonna make a dark wizarding school or something. I don't know. Yeah, but again, cool. We'll take you out. I guess. We're training our army of good wizards. We have three versus one. You're done. I got a yeah. sword, bitch. You're not, not going <laughs> to put no chamber of secrets in my castle. And that goes back to the question about the sword. That goes back to you, like, saying when we were watching this over. What is it with Harry? He's always got a wand on him. But he always uses the physical option rather than Every wand. time. Every time. Like, he always chooses to use, like, his fist or, like, whatever a other lamp, object is in his A hand. lantern. <laughs> Rather than the freaking wand in his hand. It's like, dude, did you learn nothing? Like, are you paying attention at all in class? No, he's not. He doesn't know any spells. Which blows my mind because if you don't do well in class, shouldn't you be kicked out of school? <laughs> they need that tuition money. They need that gold. <laughs> that gold. <laughs> Everything comes down we, to money we, here. We need that, we need that seeker. He's McGonagall a good, needs the seeker He's a good athlete. <laughs> he's a good athlete. We need, he's got that 2.0 GPA, and as long as he carries that. As long that, as you carry the 2.0. <laughs> you can be like, quit. 
And Dumbledore's like, I'm not raising the GPA. <laughs> <laughs> the expectancy of the sports players. Um, they have you, that goes to the question also. Do you think that the school gets like money from like these sports teams, like future Quidditch teams or whatever, if people go off and play Quidditch? Oh, like scholarships? Like scholarships? Oh, for sure. Yeah. It's like, oh, you're you're from Hogwarts. That's a that's a tier. That's an A tier A school over there. Yeah, you know? exactly. <laughs> Key and Peel has a great sketch on that. It's like Bartholomew's school. It's like the lowest ranked like school, like a wizarding <laughs> school. It's like it's like a. <laughs> CD city school whatever like yeah. under underpaid school it's like oh we uh, yeah we may be underpaid but it's all right you know, it's just like it's so funny uh but basically our, every dark arts teacher that leaves you yeah know, they they pick up <laughs> but they, like that school has like metal detectors like magic detectors to get in and it's just <laughs> stupid stuff like that um our trio hatch a plan though they're gonna like all right we're gonna make a polyjuice potion and we can turn it into crab and goyle and ask malfoy if he yeah and Hermione, Hermione is going to try to be a Slytherin girl of some sort. Yeah, I don't know if we ever see her, though. The Slytherin, that Slytherin girl. No, we don't, but... They'd probably talk about it's her It's like books, some sure. beefy-looking chick or whatever. Um, They're like, okay, good plan, but we got Quidditch going on, so Harry's trying to play Quidditch, and the Slytherin is just dominating Gryffindor at this point. Yeah, it's sure. like 90 to 30. Like, it's not looking good, but apparently it's still good because the... If all that really matters in this game is the snitch. Once you catch the snitch, it's over. Yeah, but it's only 150 points. So if you're down by a lot, like say it's like 200 to 10, even if you catch a snitch, you still lose. Yeah, but it that, ends at, the game. But at that point, you gotta be like, we we're down two. Like it's like little league. Like you're down, <laughs> you're down by 200 points. Like okay. Yeah, but there's a chance like if your team can score enough goals right beforehand and you can like time it correctly, because it's all about how quickly you find the snitch, right? And when you time it correctly, you could beat them by, like, 10 points. Hypothetical question. What if no one finds a snitch? How long do these games go on for? They say in the books that there's been games that have gone on for, like, months. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, and that they've had to constantly rotate, like, players. Like, they had to bring in, like, secondary players and stuff. To, like, so Yeah, not a good plan. They sleep. need a time limit on this thing. Like, give it 90 nah, minutes. Like, dude, make it like soccer or something. That's what makes it Wizarding World, man. <laughs> it could go on forever. Like, yeah, we better have that seat warmer there. We're going to be up here a long time. <laughs> Um, but we, clearly we see that something is wrong here because like the bludgers are going crazy. The quaffles going crazy. Like it's trying to actively hit people. Yeah. The, the bludgers are like marked to like follow Harry and we find out later it's Dobby. Yeah. But like if you're a referee or whatever, like whatever the referee's name in this, like should be like, I want a nice uh, clean game. Like Madam uh, Hooch. Yeah. Or, I don't think she Professor would let, Hooch. she wouldn't let rogue things fly in a game. I think she would be whistling like, eh, and pause, hang on, you know, timeout it's the wizarding world man chaos you, you gotta chaos every day and, and also we are allowed cheating in the school like oh yeah you, we can mess with stuff and act everyone has a wand here and ron's like oh i'll stop it like, it's it's kind of like laws like right like in california all of us speed let's be honest none of us not speed and it's like if we all speed they can't get all of us <laughs> <laughs> if know? all the if all the quaffles are messed with they can't get us they can't, they can't stop us you know it's it's like if if they can't prove that it was us, then, you know. We're all actively breaking into it or whatever. Yeah. Um, but Harry is trying to find it. And, uh, Malfoy's the seeker on the other team, which just ups their rivalry even more. And I love yeah. that he's just always, like, one step behind Harry and always, like, trying to, like, put it in his face, you know. And this is the last time I kind of talk about this in this movie, though. It's the last time I feel like Malfoy's an actual rival to Harry. Yeah. An, like, an equal rival. You know, he's, all, he's maybe not equal, but, like, he's a threat the rest of the movies he's kind of just like sniveling and it's not really really a like no consequence like oh that's just 
that's just old Malfoy over there. He's not really a threat. We just punch him in the face. And he goes. He walks away crying. Yeah, I feel like it's more like because this is like sixth, seventh, eighth grade for them right now, right? I think it's like, yeah, I have an enemy that's like the one I want to be better than because he's the infamous Harry Potter. And then after some time, you just kind of get tired of it because you keep getting told you're worse. You know what I mean? I guess, but like I, this one, they're, they're kind of like on equal ground. Because like he almost catches a snitch before he like gets like beat yeah. up by something and falls down or whatever. But it's like it, it just proves how much better Harry is because he supposedly like Harry has the lesser broom right and just learned how to fly last year in the in um malfoy has been flying like his whole life he's been on brooms his whole life and learned how to fly because he's was from has he though because he he had to be trained no he he has because it again back of the books um he talks about like in the first book he's like yeah i've been flying forever blah blah it's too bad that they don't let first years uh on the quidditch teams because i would be great unless you're mcgonagall Unless you're McGonagall, yeah. That's but the the only, I, here's the thing. He's only on the team because of nepotism, right? For sure. Yeah. For sure. Well, I mean, they needed a seeker, and McGonagall was just like, I want to win. And no, 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 no. I mean, uh, uh, Malfoy's only oh, on the Malfoy, team. Oh, Malfoy, my bad. Nepotism. Yeah, well, yeah, because straight up, um, his dad bought the whole team brand new brooms. <laughs> brand new equipment, yeah. That's like you go into a baseball game, and one one team has team aluminum has bats. Like, <laughs> aluminum bats like with the cork on the inside or whatever you know like like wait isn't this illegal no 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 no, no. it's cool, it's Every, cool. And there's no rules at hogwarts there's real it's like there's only rules when they want to make rules at that moment yeah minus 10 points for to slytherin for having nimbus 2000 once yeah yeah okay well, we're still gonna beat you do you it, think there's point values for winning quidditch there's gotta be right you probably get like 500 points if you win the quidditch cup i wouldn't say so because like at the end of the first year, didn't they say that Slytherin was only at like four hundred something points? I don't know. I don't. I don't remember. I'm assuming if you win the whole Quidditch Championship, round robin, whatever they do it, maybe it's year. like three hundred points. But then like adding that plus all the negative points from throughout <laughs> the year, like it's like every time. And that's another thing. Every time that you see someone get points, it's like the next day they lose the points plus two. Yeah. You know, it's like. This is stupid. <laughs> so dumb. This sucks. Like I just won us twenty points. Oh, that, I just lost us thirty points. That's that's probably why they got they stopped doing it in the movies. Like okay, this point system doesn't really make sense. It's kind of like bringing us down. But I kind of like it. I don't know. Um, it, it makes you wonder like how easily you could be bought. We get a trophy. Sweet. Here's your gold star. You here's won gold ten star. points. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I miss that Malfoy was like a rival because in this one later on, especially during the duel scene, it's just like he's actually like a, a threat. You know what I mean? Like yeah. He's like, and uh, he's always like doing something malicious and evil, and we're trying to figure out what he's up to. And yeah. he, he seems like competent. And later on in the movies, he just he doesn't seem competent. He just seems like an oaf and a goof, which kind of is sad. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's as time goes on, he understands like his family's actual plot. Like, right now, he's just trying to make, like, an enemy out of Harry because that's probably what his dad told him. He's like, oh, you're going to have to be with Harry Potter. And he's like, oh, I'm better than Harry Potter, Dad. Like, I feel like it's probably him, like, trying to tell his dad, I'm I'm awesome. Like, you need to love me, you know? I don't know. I feel like they could have done a better job writing his story. I just don't – I don't really like Malfoy's story very much. I like him more in these first two where he's, like, actually a threat and kind of full of himself. Yeah. Not, not as just a joke. Huh. They just turn him into a joke. That's just me, though. Each their own. Um – Harry catches the snitch, wins the game. They catch 150 points. They beat them. Uh, uh, 
we find out that the Quaffles are going crazy. Hermione is on the field right away, like and yeah. stuff, and it breaks it. But Harry has like a broken. Arm How do you or something. think she got there so fast? Because it's like down. What, what is that? Like fifty feet? Yeah, they, they they were already on the field before that game was over. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Uh, also, we forgot about Colin, that one kid with the camera. Yeah, Colin. He's Creevy. on the field. This is the first year, like on the field, like and things are flying past this guy. Like well, you could kill this kid. He's on like the outskirts of the field, but yeah, he's a little close. Well, you know, he's he comes from a muggle family, you know, so this is like his first experience and he loves photography and he learned how to like make the photos into like moving pictures. And so he's like trying to get all these. There's got to be pictures. some kind of teacher being like, um, there's what? no rules. There's no, Hogwarts. no one cares. No rules. Uh, yeah. Harry has a broken arm. Uh, Lockhart goes down there. He's like, oh, don't worry about this. I got this. And yeah, no bones. There you go. No it's bones. not broken anymore. Yeah, and the, the, the <laughs> grossest part about it is he bends the hand all the way freaking back. Yeah, he bends it from the elbow all the way back to touch the elbow, whatever. He's like, oh, look. And it's go. clearly, like, fake in, in the movie. Like, well, I thought it's uh, – yeah, I, I like the effect, though. I'm like, oh, it's kind of yeah, cool. Yeah, but it's absolutely disgusting. Yeah, that's part of another part of the – the movie is gross, too. And it's, like, yeah. a scary, gross factor. And then Ma- Madame Pomfrey is just, like, straight up, like, you could, dude, I could have mended this. Like, why in do you two let seconds, this yeah. idiot, like – mess with this mending bones is easy like two seconds but like regrowing them you're screwed it's gonna take some time he takes a sip of that thing and it's it so comes gross. out of the like most devious looking bottle that's just a, a skeleton up skeleton <laughs> it's so funny though and especially because like the she like you see like i think uh we saw his fall malfoy's fall he like has a broken tailbone or something like, sure. he, he was like in pain like he flipped over himself and, and like did like three tumbles in midair and landed flat on his behind like there's no way he didn't break it or, or crack his tail or something or a rib or something right or, or at least like mess up his alignment of like scoliosis he's gotta have yeah. scoliosis now. and we see him like on the t- on the bed like oh like he's in pain and she's like you can you're free to go get out of you're, here you're good yeah <laughs> like i mean i guess if she could mend bones like in super seconds super easily like maybe she could just like but this kid's in pain like maybe he got a little sympathy i don't know I don't know. Maybe she's like dealt with him, like trying to over exaggerate things all the time. It's like the kid that always is in the nurse's office. Yeah, always complaining. Like you hurt me, especially when the kid would like cry on the on the playground. Yeah, and you're like, come on, dude. you got hit by the ball. Come on. Yeah, we're playing kickball, and you freaking went to catch the ball. It's not my fault that you're an idiot. Yeah, you know. Now, now it's a whole deal. The principal's office. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. But she goes, regrows Harry's arm. He has to, like, swallow it. He spits it out. It's gross or whatever. He's stuck in the hospital wing for the night. He's like, you're in for a long night, Potter. Yeah. <laughs> that, that thing, I, I can only imagine. Here's my question. We can make smoothies, right? You know, like, we can make alcoholic smoothies to, or whatever, alcoholic drinks to make it so we can't really taste the alcohol. Why can't you do that with this, like, growing stuff? Wizards don't care. They want you to be in most pain possible. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No rules. <laughs> oh, these kids are going to suffer, and they're going to like it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you you have to think that maybe she has a little bit of, like, joy in that. Oh, dude, all these teachers are a little bit of sadists. A little bit. A lot of it. <laughs> There's no little bit about it. Uh. Dobby sees him that night when Harry's there in the hospital wing alone. Yeah. Uh, basically saying like, oh, I'm sorry. I had to hijinks the ball and I had to yeah. do all this stuff. And he's like, you could have killed me, Dobby. He's like, yeah. oh, I didn't mean to kill. Like, I, I wasn't aiming to kill you. Yeah. I was just aiming to get you hurt. It's Dobby like, never wanted to kill Harry Potter. And it's yeah. like, no. It's it, like, you you legitimately almost killed if him. If you broke his broom and he went tumbling down, he would have died. For sure. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, what do you mean? You know, what? He's like 100 feet in the air. Yeah. And he's just going to fall lucky. to his death. Yeah. 
maybe Dobby's like, oh, Dumbledore's there. It's cool. Yeah. But he explains, like, I can't, like, I can't tell you what's going on, but so-and-so, does he reveal, no, he doesn't reveal he's part of the Malfoy Because, because he says, he says, Harry asks him and says, um, what's it? Does this have to do with Voldemort? And he said, not Voldemort, or not he who shall not be named. And that was his hint of saying, well, this was before he was he who shall not be named. It's about Tom Riddle. Oh. Right? So that that's just like, that's the most information he can give him. It's just like. But he gives him a hint about something about Chamber of Secrets, something about Slytherin or whatever. He yeah. says something that he wasn't supposed to, and he starts beating himself up. And yeah. Constantly beating it. He had to iron his hands. I'm like, Jesus. <laughs> That's right. It's like the bandage is like, Toby had to hide in his hands. Yeah, like, what is <laughs> happening? Like, this is straight, like, like giving a, the whip to someone instead of whipping him himself, you know? But like, he had, but he, he purposely puts pain on himself. Because he knows if he doesn't do it, then if it gets back to the Malfoys, it'll be tenfold. But it's going to be tenfold anyway. What is he doing here? I don't know. <laughs> How did you get out of that house? Even in the books, it's just like, what and it's just weird that he knows all this plan stuff i'm assuming he got overheard the malfoys talking about it or something yeah. but i'm like how did how did the malfoys plan all this out i don't know it's just a, it's just weird that he knows all well, this we stuff we find out later that the malfoys are in cahoots with he who shall not be named voldemort yeah Shh. <laughs> so um but yeah i it's just i don't understand their plan very much when you break it all down like giving it, the book it, to her and trying to re- like why would you not stupid. yeah well, again, so the whole getting it. Why not? Why not just do it secretly? Well, they thought that because Harry gave the books to in, in the book, Harry gives his stack of books from Gilderoy to Ginny, so she can have brand new books. She's the first one that's like at the lowest level of Weasleys to get brand new books, not hand me downs, right? And so to help them out without actually just giving them money for it, because he knows he could pay for his own books. So in the books. It's like she drops her stack of those books, and he just slides it into the stack there. So that's why it got to Ginny was because he, um, what's his face thought uh, Malfoy thought it was going to Harry. So the whole plan was that it was going to get to Harry, mm. but it went to Ginny. So okay, but even then, like is, I, we can get to it later when we get to the book stuff. I have a I have a theory about the book, the, okay. the diary. Yeah. Um. Yeah, they bring in some other person who was petrified. I think it was the Colin. Yeah, Colin was petrified because he saw the, whatever he saw through the camera. Yeah, um, he's like, "Oh, we might have to shut down the school again." Like, we might have to. <laughs> just like, like, is this like the, the second person like the, petrified? Yeah. <laughs> well, sorry, first person, second thing. Thing, yeah. Um, and again, this kid's like a first year. What are you gonna tell his parents? Oh yeah, he's first year at Hogwarts. Got petrified. How do you explain that to Muggles? Bummer. Like, like you, to Muggle parents, like. Yeah, uh, he's in a coma. <laughs> like, we don't know kid. if he'll ever come out. Yeah, I'll call, I'll, like we'll have it by the end of the year. He'll be out. Maybe, maybe if nothing bad happens. My question is, does he have to repeat that year? Probably. That would suck. Suck so bad. That's like the kids who come back from the snap of Thanos. Yeah, you know, and they have to go back to school. It's like they're like twenty one technically or whatever. It's so, and, so and weird. It's, it's so just funny. So <sighs> that sucks. <laughs> like. Oh, it wasn't my fault that, you know, I got, you got petrified. petrified. But you couldn't complete school. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, we see them getting ready to finish the polyjuice potion after Harry recovers or whatever. And uh, 
they they like are brewing the potion when they're in the bathroom with moaning myrtle and we get some backstory about moaning myrtle who died in the bathroom yeah you know by the way moaning myrtle looks scarily like harry it's weird it's really weird and the lady who plays this character moaning myrtle as like a, she's supposed to be like 13 or 14 years old the lady's really 37 yeah she's like <laughs> she's like 35 she looks old too yeah it, it's really creepy like they couldn't have given her different kind of glasses either like she looks yeah, exactly, exactly like, like harry. harry yeah it's so weird but that's the plan is basically we're gonna turn to crab and goyle and we're gonna go talk to malfoy and we're gonna we're gonna figure out the plan. we're gonna figure because they think that that he is the one doing all this yeah because he's out here like hmm, i'm smug you're I'm a, next I'm, I'm a, you I'm, mud blood he's basically you know? slytherin's top guy right he, he's like the. Uh, i don't know i guess yeah he's kind of the most like, they don't really go through anyone else at least in their class well i mean if you compare yourself to two troll little idiot guys like it's <laughs> not that hard to say you're the top guy yeah he's the top dog over here um but yeah the plan is that and we also get backstory about that bathroom is like oh she died in it it's like hmm, i wonder what and no one goes in here so we can brew this polyjuice potion because we're not allowed to whatever. yeah which just makes you think more if she died from this thing from when it was open why are the teachers not talking to her immediately when they saw that oh it's open again yeah like, she would, she would be the one who knows everything she died in this bathroom she died in that bathroom and her ghost is there why have you not been talking yeah to her? she knows what happened and like they're like oh we never found the chamber of secrets like there's literally a snake symbol in that bathroom like that yeah. opens the chamber legitimately <laughs> it's just like hmm if i put two and two together so in the scene of the crime <laughs> yeah. we get the body the ghost hmm. still resides here you could totally talk to her and hear that it was by the sink and there was a weird dude like they She's... find this out in like 10 seconds yeah. later on like <laughs> legitimately could have gotten that information 50 years ago yeah, the, or whatever the, the you know? adults are incompetent we've already, we've discussed this they're just it's, incompetent it's so stupid um then we get to my one of my favorite scenes in this whole franchise probably is the duel scene yeah when they like they have dueling club or something yeah with lockhart and snake or uh or like the head of the dueling club or yeah. something they're like oh we're gonna teach you how to defend yourself and we have like this long platform with like the different phases of the moon yeah and all the kids are around it and like getting ready to duel and seven lockhart's gonna teach him how to do these spells it's so so cool because they call up harry and they call up he's like oh i i think maybe someone from my house maybe malfoy for example and he, yeah. he does a dramatic head turn and pulls him up whatever and just the idea of them fighting it in a duel club is like oh this is my rival this is my bully and just like the two head honchos of their houses it's like such a cool concept i love it dude yeah probably the head honchos at their level of oh like definitely age. yeah they're definitely the leaders of said group right of, the, of their of, of their, their second years yeah yeah, because I would have to say, like, Oliver Wood would have to be up there. And uh, actually, Oliver and Percy, I believe, are in the same year. Aren't they graduating? They're, they're gone after they're this movie. They're in their sixth year. They're gone after this movie, I no, think. No, they have no? one more year after this. Okay. Yeah. I don't remember Oliver in the third one. They only have one Quidditch game, though, so maybe that's why. Probably. Which is weird, because they totally do have, like, the full, like, year of Quidditch in the third one. Yeah, they they don't really show it though. No. Yeah, because they have to focus on you know other things. I think my favorite thing about this is just like how stupid Gilderoy looks. <laughs> like he thinks he's so he's like so pompous or whatever. Well, it's like you know, growing up, there's always like the one kid who acted like he was better than everyone else, and anytime you can prove him wrong, and any sort of like the guy that always said I'm the best at kickball or whatever, and if you could t- like the best pitcher at kickball. And then he goes to pitch you, and you just kick it way out of the out of the park and whatnot. You're just like, oh, I oh. guess I beat the best, huh? Yeah. Just like just to put it in their faces. I don't know. 
It always made me happy. But he's always full of himself and always like, oh, well, I let you do that, you know, kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Um, but always I do. It's an excuse. It's just so cool how they have, like, they, they Snape just beats him. He's like, oh, I could have deflected if I wanted to. He's like, well, why don't we have uh, the students try it out? And he's just trying to, Snape is just trying to instigate, you know, yeah. this rivalry and this Snape, or this, someone needs to teach Potter a lesson whatever. Who better than Malfoy to do it, you know? Yeah. And they're like, oh, just simple spells, just disarming only. But it's like, it's already out of hand at this point because... Mm pulled the wands like scan pom pom and it's like you wish i'm almost curious if like because you know how lucius always is like trying to bribe people or whatever right i wonder if he's like told snape like you need to do this for for malfoy for for draco like let him take as many hits at freaking harry as possible uh snape likes it i don't think he needs any motivation to do it well i guess that's true because he's always had a thing against his dad so maybe it's like him living through malfoy in all the areas that he couldn't beat yeah james right so he just he's like just sound only just sound only but they're like the veto expel the arm and like they're just doing all these spells back and forth yeah being tossed back and forth it's Which so kind of funny cool. again malfoy lands right on his butt so hard i'm like dude that guy's tailbone is gone well so did harry harry like get flipped, flipped back too but he got flipped on his side yeah you know not the same spot he was already in the shoulder roll you know get out of there yeah <laughs> uh the final spell, though, is uh, Malfoy summons a snake or whatever, a serpent, like a cobra. Yeah. And then Harry kind of talks it down. Or like, ah, sa, la, la, See, la. here's my problem with that. They should have had him summon a griffin door. <laughs> like the Dude, that would so cool. <laughs> and just like the heads of houses, like <laughs> just fighting each other. That would have been, that been awesome. But, I mean, I guess that would be a little scarier with a lion, huh? Just a live lion just going. Just like <laughs> a big freaking lion. Maul's a snake. That's right. Gryffindor's better, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> just like right in his mouth like, oh, this is a tasty little treat. But I do like this part kind of explaining parcel tongue, though, because we haven't really heard anything about it. We only yeah. just saw Harry just being like, oh, I'm sorry. Both my parents are dead, too, talking to the snake in the first movie, which is always a cool scene. I love him talking to the snake. But then he comes out here and he's like, oh, like saying the yeah. snake language and he's like what the hell harry everyone's like what the, what are you doing you just, you told the snake to attack me he's like no i told him to stop he's like yeah no, you're speaking another language bro and he in like ron explains i can't remember if it's like right here or a little bit later that ron explains like no the reason this is a bad thing dude is because the only other person to be able to do that is freaking salazar slytherin from a thousand himself. years ago yeah from like a thousand years ago so you might be his great descendant and like that pretty much automatically makes you like the target to evil, yeah you and, you, and you're the only person there whenever people are getting like like petrified or whatever yeah which is salazar slytherin's like whole thing and he said the heir of his like like you're now the guy you're suspect number one you're you're suspect number one but the idea of talking to snake he's like okay oh, everyone do this like no harry no one can't but like that's such a cool like power like i can talk to freaking snakes like that's so like sinister like snakes are always sinister just like the idea of a snake i don't know i just think that's so cool i think it because i mean even if you go straight biblical you know like even talks about how and, and people always say that oh he was a serpent no like it even says that like god tells the snake you're gonna slither for the rest of your life now like right and so that like presumes that either the snake had legs before, so it was like a lizard of some sort, or that it just was going to be in the trees, always trying to trick people, right? So it's like always that sinister, like the devil. You know what I mean? I don't know, but that, that slithering is just that word itself, like snake slither. It's just like oh, slithering so snake, basilisk, whatever, like slithering snake. You remember that uh, that vine 
I'm a slithering snake, you know? Just no, like, I don't remember that Oh, one. well, it's kind of funny, but I can't. You know what? These TikTok kids wish they had Vine. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Like, I, they, <laughs> they don't even understand. They don't even, they don't even know. They don't even know. Um, Harry is, like, studying with everybody else after after this revelation. Is basically like, I'm suspect number one. This is stupid. Everyone's, and like, everyone's whispering about him. looking at him yeah. and stuff, yeah. And, of course, he leaves by himself, which – and then he starts to hear voices again, sees the spiders are, like, walking away. He's like, hmm, spiders flee from it. Hmm. And we're getting all these clues and stuff about, yeah. like, what this thing could be. Uh, and he happens upon uh, the uh, – nearly had this Nick, yeah. the ghost, uh, who's – petrified and like smoking whatever it's completely yeah dead. from his neck yeah you can't you can't be from dead dead twice neck. or whatever yeah and then also the uh the body of that one kid that he from almost, hufflepuff yeah the, the one nerd kid whatever from hufflepuff that he almost had the snake attack he yeah. just shows up in the background of this one just randomly yeah it's so stupid like every time he hears the voice he follows it's like dude clearly you're going towards some sort of scene and you're gonna get caught again and like, then he, he walks, walks up to away. as soon as he walks up to it and like touches the body, he doesn't look like, oh my gosh. Yeah, like, like Phil shows up like, you'll you'll hang for this, like whatever he says. Anybody who like has watched any murder show or whatever, don't touch the freaking dead body. No, start yelling for help. Start yelling for help. Don't make yourself seem like you're the and, and the funny part is he goes and gets McGonagall. Freaking not, not Harry, but uh Filch gets McGonagall and he's like, You're gonna hang for this, right? And McGonagall's like, nah, I, I trust that you didn't do shit. Well, like, she says it's out of my hands. You got to go talk to oh, Dumbledore. Yeah. And then and then he goes to talk to Dumbledore, which, again, let's go back to, like, Legos. Cool. One of yeah, the, the, the griffin, that, the, the staircase. The, the staircase that twisted yeah, up. Yeah, the like, twisted up. That, that was, was so cool. Awesome. Uh, basically, the headmaster's office, he has to go there, talk to Dumbledore. Yeah. And Dumbledore's like, oh, I believe it wasn't you. Yeah. Like, what? Every evidence points to Harry being it. You might want to inquire a little bit. But the reason that he believes it wasn't harry is because he's like i know who actually originally then why are you not <laughs> going like you know this information you're, you're doing nothing I he feel, knows it's tom riddle i i legitimately feel like throughout the entire series of harry potter that dumbledore's just like a meme like he's legitimately just like a, a troll he's just like hey, oh well oh well cool <laughs> whatever thousand points for gryffindor <laughs> sunglasses dummies. on yeah, yeah just like I make the rules, and, and then, yeah. Hope no one dies. It makes me think about we we when we were growing up watching the Harry Potter pup pup pals or whatever. Remember the Harry Potter uh, puppet pals. Puppet pals, yeah. yeah. And like, you get um, Dumbledore's character for the puppet pals coming in, and then halfway through, Dumbledore's character is naked. <laughs> like, I, I mean, they're puppets, so it's just like legitimate, just like cloth, nothing like exposing or whatever. But it's just like. It's just like my feeling of a persona of Dumbledore. He's just like, I don't care. I do what I want. <laughs> Deuces. Like middle fingers to Slytherin as they pass by. And he's like, what? I didn't say anything. I'm just headmaster. I'm, I'm just, just going to give whoever I want to whatever yeah. I want. Um, Hagrid comes up to defend him too. He's like, oh, I know it's not Harry. I can prove it. Because Hagrid knows who opens the ch- I mean, I guess he doesn't know who opened it the first time. But yeah. Like- but he was accused the first time. Which, again, makes me more confused. Because if Dumbledore knows who actually did it the first time. And, and we learned that Hagrid gets expelled for the opening of it the first time. How is he hired back? How is he, first off, how is he hired back? Second off, why did Dumbledore not get him, like, brought back to the school and unexpelled or whatever? Because he was the only one who didn't, who didn't believe that it was Hagrid. So everyone thinks that Hagrid did it the first time. Mm. And as soon as this stuff happens again, 
You don't think every teacher would be like, uh, Hagrid? Yeah. What are you doing? Well, I mean, I, I know how, like, Dumbledore gets away with stuff, too, like, in all of the magic, is because he's so respected. Like, he's already defeated the one worse guy than Voldemort ever was. Grindelwald, like, back in the 40s. Who cares? I don't know who that is. This doesn't come up in the Harry Potter movies. Well, no, the hell not here. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, he, he's, like, he basically already defeated, like, the worst of the worst, and so he's just like, and I'm the only other person that Voldemort, like, is afraid of. So, like, of course he's gonna do what he wants because everyone else is like, well, if he's the been most doing it once for years, sorcerer yeah. in the world is like Dumbledore, like don't question him. <laughs> they also have the uh, we see the phoenix fox for the first time, yeah, and it's so like a practical cool. effect, and then it like explodes into fire, and then it re- gets reborn or whatever. Yeah, we hear about the phoenix have healing powers and stuff like that, and it's like, oh, nice. Phoenix. I mean, that's an anima. It looks straight up like an animatronic. It is, I think. Yeah, yeah. It's but it's so dope. Like, when, when we were that young, it was like, that's so cool. I'd love to have a pet phoenix. Oh, my gosh, you know. But basically, he just says, oh, don't worry, Harry. I, I believe you, but is there something you want to tell me or whatever? Yeah. And he's just like, no. I, like, I, at I that think... point, Harry, tell him everything you know. Yeah. I, mean, I guess Harry doesn't really know anything. He just thinks it's Malfoy Well, I don't point. think Harry wants him to know that he can speak Parcel Tongue. But wouldn't he have gotten back to him then? Yeah, it, he knows that he can speak Parcel he's Tongue. He's got to know. The entire school knows. Yeah, and, he, and Snape was there. You don't yeah. think Snape, like... Hey, reported by the way, that immediately. Uh, Harry's freaking parcel tongue. Like, this is a he's problem. The, yeah, he's the heir to Slytherin. <laughs> like, what is happening? Especially because at the end of the first one, it's like, oh, you and you and Voldemort fought it out in the dungeon of there. Well, only you two were there, and so naturally, the whole school knows or whatever. Like, so like yeah. the secrets get around Hogwarts pretty easily. Easily, like, what? Which get, goes to show, you think these kids aren't going home telling their parents, yeah, the most powerful dark wizard in the world was actually on the back of the skull of our teacher. Yeah. For the entire year. So I'm saying parents and, and teachers the parents don't are just care. like, all right, go back to school. I don't want to see you for six months. <laughs> like, you know the parents are just like, this is our time to shine and get away from yes, these kids. Yes, we're empty nesters for half the year. This uh, is, uh, yeah, year, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Or more. The school's like nine months. Yeah, their school their school goes on for a while. I guess they only go they only leave for like summer and Christmas and that's it. And I think there's like mention of leaving for like a little bit for Easter. Uh, I mean I don't know. They don't really mention in these ones. These are all like mostly holidays like Halloween and, and Christmas that you see. But in they these spend movies. it at the school for those. Halloween, yeah. Yeah. Christmas no. So Yeah. I was gonna say, what about Thanksgiving? But that's an American holiday. Yeah, yeah. No, they don't care about Thanksgiving over there. Yeah, they're not. They're, they're not having American. a feast literally every night. They're not. They don't need a. <laughs> they don't need a feast here. That's true. Which just goes to make you think, like, how much food waste is there? <laughs> I'm just kidding. They're probably a bunch. Yeah, probably a bunch. Well, I mean, they're they're magic. Do you think that they can like? No, the, the, they like house elves are not allowed to eat this either. They're probably like, go throw it away. In the dumpster. In the dumpster. Go. I don't want to see anything. In I don't want. I don't want to see. <laughs> don't don't put it in your mouth. Don't ah, don't put ah. it in your mouth. Which is weird because they're more powerful than anybody. Which is well, the like... house elves at the uh, the school sign contracts. Oh my god. They're they're it's even worse. <laughs> well, they sign contracts and they're. Oh, guess free... what? You have no clothes and you sign contracts. Fr... No, they get they can have whatever they want. They just can sign contracts to be a part of it. It's it's sure almost... tell yourself that. <laughs> well, no, it it makes you think about. You know, back in history class, like when we would talk about um, slaves getting out of slavery and then they'd go and they'd sign a contract to go work in the fields. They're free, but that's all they know how to do. So they do it and they get paid very little money. That's kind of the same concept as these house elves working in 
at Hogwarts is they can go sign contracts and do this. That's all they know how to do. Be a slave. Be a slave. But it, Hogwarts it, is taking advantage of the situation. For Come on, sure. <laughs> for sure. There's no doubt in my mind. Um. Yeah, but the plan now is Christmas, and we get the plan in action of turning of tricking Crab and Goyle into eating a sleeping cupcake, whatever. Like whatever, they're putting yeah. to sleep that's just floating there. They grab it, they eat it, whatever. One of them is in a lot of trouble though. One of them, like Crab or Goyle, one of them is like got in trouble for like like bombing riots or whatever. And oh, the and, actual actors? Yeah. No, it wasn't bombing. It was uh back in two thousand drug related charges, right? That was in two thousand nine. So same guy, the guy, <laughs> the guy who plays crab i believe the shorter one um he got in trouble the actor in 2009 he got pulled over he had a knife and six bags of of weed it doesn't specify how much was in those bags if it was little baggies or if it was like big bags yeah. of weed. he's like well i wasn't going to distribute it so he just got knocked with 120 hours of community service i guess like a slap on the wrist for a first offense or whatever but then later on in 2011 apparently he got in trouble for like rioting or something of being part of some sort of riots and he got like two years in jail and i thought he, there was some something about him had some kind of bombing situation with i couldn't riots. find that anymore yeah. but that i i mean if you're already on that many like offenses i mean you're from slytherin what do you expect you know yeah exactly. <laughs> like, the worst if you're a slytherin out there you i'm just kidding <laughs> it, it really don't do him any favors like every slytherin you meet is evil mm somewhat basically you know what i'm saying i mean like real slytherins or are we talking about like real if, slytherins from the movie yeah there's no real oh, life like, slytherins in, in well i thought you meant like if you took pottermore tests and like any of your friends that become slytherin, oh. like you suck <laughs> they have they have tendencies to suck i guess i don't know you're like oh know. you're part of the evil people okay have fun in your evil dungeon well they specify like they say like even in the movies like not all bad wizards are or not all slytherins are bad but all bad yeah. wizards or slithers so, it's like, so fucked up it's like squares or rectangles but rectangles aren't squares yeah. you know what I mean? like, <laughs> but i do like the scene when they transform and they like they turn into crab and goyle like we yeah. see them slowly transition it's like it's, oh that kind of looks good and it's, it's like our first look at like relatively newer cgi and props to those actors too because they actually act like ron and harry act yeah and they do a good job of like kind of like doing their mannerisms a little bit especially uh the one who plays harry goyle yeah, he he actually does it really well. Like he kind of like oh, Harry Potter, like the way he talks and mimics Harry. Yeah, it's really well done. I like the scene when they go and talk to Malfoy and stuff, and they're like, For sure. "Oh, uh, what are you guys doing down? What are you doing down here in the, yeah. in the dungeon or whatever?" <laughs> and he's like, "I the Slytherin common room is badass too. Like the yeah. leather couches in the dungeon. It's like, oh, that's so cool. Well, it makes you think like their whole style is supposed to be like sleek. Like we're we're clean, modern, we're modern. We're this that and the other." Right, and then you go to Gryffindor, and it's supposed to be more cozy. But Gryffindor's looks like your grandma's like, like it probably smells musty in there and old. Like it lo doesn't look comfortable to hang See, out. It makes you interested in what Ravenclaw and Hufflepuff looks like. Yeah, I want to know. I, I feel like Hufflepuffs, like common room, has to have like blankets everywhere. Like they just want to be cozy all the time. They just want to like, oh, happy go lucky people. You know, that there's probably board games everywhere. Ravenclaw is probably the hardest to get into, for sure. Like it's probably like the top of a tower I'm somewhere. Honestly, surprised. I'm honestly surprised that Hermione's not a Ravenclaw with how studious she is and how smart she is. But she's brave. She's always doing all this cool stuff. 
I guess. She also breaks a lot of rules after yeah. time. At first, she's like super pompous. About she says never... she doesn't want to break rules. She, yeah. but and, she has and no she's problem like doing the it. the one who does it all the time. If yeah. you actually look at it, she's she's the worst. She's instigating it all the time. She's always trying totally to figure true. things out. Yeah, she's totally a Gryffindor. Um, but yeah, we get the scene where uh, they talk to Malfoy and he's like, oh, what what do you what do you what do you think's going on? He's like, I already told you, I don't know what's going on, but I know something big's happening. I know something big's coming or whatever. So they, yeah. they basically figure out it's not Malfoy. From what my father says. Yeah. And that was a terrible accent. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, he's like, he's like, oh, who's the worst thing that ever happened to Hogwarts? Was Griff was a uh, uh, Dumbledore. Dumbledore. He's like, Dumbledore. oh, uh, Harry Potter. Oh, yeah, good. yeah. Good he, one, cool. he gets pissed off and he has to like save himself. So he's like, oh, oh, a uh, Harry Potter. And yeah, because they they literally cannot hold themselves together for like one like, second. One as soon second. as as soon as he says one, as soon as Malfoy says one word, they're like, that's it. <laughs> like as soon as he insults them one time, it's like, like you're supposed to be incognito, dude. Like you're doing a terrible yeah, job. You don't even you're not even doing like you can't even take one insult before you're just gonna get up and try to fight. Like throw maybe hands. you shouldn't be like trying to be incognito then. <laughs> Um, eventually the potion though wears off. So I guess it took him forever to get down there. Cause they only had an hour of potion and we only saw him in there for like a minute. So like it probably took him a long time to get down to the dungeons where do they, I, I guess is well, it, because they don't know where it is. Is it a secret though? Like you gotta know where the dorms are, right? No, the common rooms are only to like our secret to the people in the house. The but like, house. come on, you're going to know where people are like, go. like if you have friends in other houses, you're going to know where their ho- common room is. Right. Maybe. But I mean like, I feel like the Slytherins and Gryffindors are, like, really secretive to each other, so they probably, like, don't want to tell everyone. Hmm. But, like, Gryffindors is, like, you see them where they enter. Like, it's literally in the main hallway right by the stairs. Like, if you're going up the stairs, you'll see all the Gryffindors going into a painting. I can tell you. I don't know. Um, They get back, and they figure out, okay, Malfoy's not in charge, but we find out Hermione's one is, like, a joke where she turned into a cat because she got the wrong hair or whatever. Yeah. It's like, oh, but, sorry, Hermione. What? What? This hopefully doesn't take a few weeks to wear off or something like that. It's like, yeah. oh god, that's that's horrible. Terrible. Uh, the flooding. Yeah. Next scene though, we see that the bathroom has been flooded. Like I think it, it's like after Christmas at some point when yeah. this happens. Uh, the, all the bathrooms are turned on. There's a flooding in the bathroom. Moaning Myrtle's crying. She's like, oh, someone uh, tried to throw a book at me and turn on all these lights. I don't know who it was or whatever. And they find the diary. It's all covered in water. And it's okay. Like, that's pretty gross though because it was thrown into like the actual part where people piss and poop well no one uses this bathroom so no no i know but that's still pretty gross <laughs> myrtle is like jumping in these toilets like oh yeah she's like all over these what toilets. is that ghost plasma or whatever well moaning myrtle is weird because like most of the time she's just there crying and being self-pity about herself and just hanging out in the place where she was murdered, right? Yeah. And at the very end of this movie, she's like, oh, if you die, Harry, you can share my toilet. And she gets really horny for Harry, like, out of nowhere. It's really weird. It's strange. Like, and then the rest of the movie, she's, like, horny for Harry. It's it's. it's Are concerning. you H for A? H? <laughs> it's really concerning. Uh, but, yeah, Harry finds the book, and he's like, hmm, what is this? Tom Riddle. Hmm, what's this diary? Tom Morvolo get Riddle. Morvolo Riddle. That, that's how you know it's sinister. Morvolo. If you're from Great Britain listening to this, is this common, like, in names? No, that's like Adolf. Adolf. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, he writes into it, and he's like, hi, my name's Harry Potter, because there's no there's no writing in this diary. It's a diary, but there's no writing. It's, not, yeah. it's empty. And the, the ink immediately soaks in and then disappears so he's yeah. like let me write in it writes in it writes his name harry potter and it's like oh hello harry potter my name's tom riddle and he's like oh do, can you do you know anything about chamber of secrets do you he's just writing to the to the diary now the diary's answering back harry asks if you know anything about the chamber of secrets the diary's like yes but i can't tell you i can show you and it's like, yeah oh, and you get like a vision of like the past 
And it's it, not even a vision. He legitimately gets like sucked into the book. Yeah, it's pretty cool, and I do like it's like a sepia, sepia tone, black and white, and Harry's still in full color, or whatever. So like it's like in the pages of the book, so it's like you see the ink as well as like the brown pages or whatever. It's like yeah. oh, I kind of like that. It's it's it gives you like that that like old sketch look old sketch look yeah yeah and we see that tom riddle is the one who turned he found hagrid and turned him in because hagrid opened up the chamber last time yeah well and we also get some similarities between tom riddle and harry because dumbledore asks tom riddle the same question like do you have anything you need to tell me whatever the exact same phrase and they reply the exact same way saying like no no professor nothing you know yeah it's like oh there's some similarities here you know hmm um and basically, all the only answers that Harry gets from this is that someone died, and he sees like a body, and Hagrid got expelled because he let out a creature. It was a spider, whatever. He didn't necessarily even leave let out the creature, but he has this creature that he's not supposed to have. Yeah, this giant which spider constantly goes into detail of how Hagrid's entire freaking life is. Like he always has a creature from a random person. <laughs> you're not supposed to have that. This. You're not supposed to have, but he loves. Every creature so much. It's like Joe Exotic. You're like, you're not supposed to have this tiger. <laughs> <laughs> Never watched that, but I could tell you the premise of the whole show just off of what I've heard from people. It would be great if there's a Joe Exotic of the animal where like, I'm broke as shit. Here's my dragons. <laughs> <laughs> I could never. I could totally see Hagrid doing that. Yeah, have his own reality show. And yeah, everything. yeah, that'd be great. Um, but yeah, he's like Hagrid. No, because he's like he's loved Hagrid. Hagrid can't be the one responsible for the Chamber of Secrets. Like, no, we gotta we gotta figure out what's going on here. Yeah, well, Hagrid's more than just someone that like he loves. That was his first experience of the Wizarding World, was meeting Hagrid. Yeah, Hagrid coming and getting uh, Hagrid basically got him out of where he was like the, the the hell he was in yeah so like to see that the person that he trusted the most because of that is like behind behind the... supposedly behind all this like that just hurts him the most and i remember watching this like as a child and kind of the first times watching it i didn't really understand this one was kind of confusing like the the story behind this i had never really understood like oh hagrid's behind it as a as a young person it was always kind of hard to follow I don't know if you had that same experience, but I remember because like I follow it now, but as a child, I remember this being kind of confusing. Maybe it just it was long or something. I, I was always kind of confused like how this book and everything worked. And well, even know. just rewatching movies later in life from like even watching like the movies again for the first time after childhood, right? I realized that I didn't pay attention as much as a child. <laughs> I just I you only really remember the the parts that are cool right like the flying car the the spider and the snake right you all the little bits in between it's like rewatching a movie or a tv show in general you know you see things you don't remember yeah so that's how i felt about this in general is like i don't remember that because i was either a child that didn't care much about all that i just wanted the cool action parts or b i was like that too I needed to rewatch it to understand it fully. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, some movies you can kind of understand first time going through. Like, they're a little bit more simple, I guess. But this one I always was kind of confused by and just, like, the story of it. And I guess you're kind of meant to be like, this doesn't make sense. Yeah. Know? And I guess that's kind of Tom Riddle's point. It doesn't make sense, but he's trying to pin it on Hagrid. I guess I also try to block it out of my mind because my sister would always get frustrated after watching the movies because she read the books and she was just like, this is wrong. It's not. They're not doing the book justice. I'm like, eh, whatever. It's pretty close. 
from what you're explaining it's pretty freaking close yeah again there's just like little parts that like if they would have done it by the book it would have probably added about that's not needed 40 minutes to the movie that's not necessarily needed they did take some creative ways to like reroute how things happen in the movies compared to what they did in the books but like my sister's like a very purist person like, yeah she's all like it has to follow the book but like it's understanding it that that movie would have been like four hours <laughs> like no kid's gonna watch a four-hour movie this is two uh, two and a half hours or so right it's two hours 40 minutes it's like yeah, almost like, three hours yeah that's excessive for you know the the demographic of people that this is reaching out to is you know people that are between eight and 15 at this point you yeah. know we're not gonna want to sit for a four-hour especially movie. back then yeah i don't know um we find out that the book got like literally as soon as harry has it they go and talk to haggard for a bit like oh do you know anything about this haggard and he's like oh he did, he kind of dodges the question for a bit yeah um because they don't want to they don't want him to know that they know something whatever and yeah then, as soon as harry gets back to the common room the book's already gone someone ransacked the, the Gryffindor. The room. yeah his room and stole the book back um he's like oh the diary's gone dang it my only lead uh the next scene they go to have quidditch match and then Literally, Quidditch gets canceled because McGonagall's like, Quidditch has been canceled, like, even though you see the other team on the field yeah. already. Like, you cancel it just now? And she's like, hmm, I got to show you something, Harry. They go and they see that Hermione's been petrified. Well, she's probably, like, trying to – because, you know, the the other team would have been like, oh, you can't cancel, you know? Like, she used that as an excuse because she knew she had to tell Harry about it. She couldn't tell him later. Yeah. And she's like, I'm not going to have, like, a, a – a, backup seeker in here because we're gonna lose you know like it goes back to all the money she's like i have the authority to cancel a quidditch game we're gonna reschedule yeah yeah, we're rescheduling this next weekend (laughs) (laughs) but we find out it's kind of a bummer for this one that hermione's not really part of the final finale like outsmarting stuff yeah she's like out she's like we're like what like halfway through the movie and she or like an hour like we only have like an hour left and she's like not even part of the last yeah movie which kind of sucks because hermione's like the main trio and she's always fun to have around for sure so that is a hindrance on this movie i kind of like oh what you gotta yeah i guess if you, you have to take her out because she's too smart but at the same time like maybe work around i don't know i i feel like she already because like we find out later she has already something crumpled in her hand like with information she already knows how to figure it out so they yeah. had to kind of like extend it out you know I mean? yeah i guess but i don't i wish that she was part of the the final bits you know with like the car and with the spider and with the basilisk you know? yeah been cool and especially seeing her with lockhart because like all the girls have a crush on lockhart and like seeing her like come to grips with like oh he's just a fraud i don't know it'd be kind of cool to that would have been nice but what are you gonna do what are you gonna do harry and ron are like distraught because hermione's been yeah taking out like we gotta talk to Hagrid. we gotta figure this thing out they go in the visibility cloak hell yes a visibility cloak uh uh that that part i hate so much because like haggard's got a crossbow in his hand as he opens the door as he opens the door pointing in front of him and then they just go they don't say he goes hello they don't respond or anything he opens the door and they just go oh hello peekaboo we're here throw it off them and hey it's us if i were haggard i would have pulled that trigger his finger was on the trigger like i would have <laughs> not you don't just peekaboo me you tell me who you are oh, before shit. i open the door like <laughs> i have something pointing at your face and i'm just like this is not realistic. Like, legitimately, anyone would have been scared enough to, like, say, uh, bye. Which is also weird to keep in mind, because as soon as they get inside, there's, like, another knock on the door with, by the Ministry of Magic guy, Fudge, and Dumbledore. Yeah, Cornelius Fudge. Yeah, they show up. And so, like, you would have seen someone else enter the house, right? Because they're literally, like, right... 
you didn't Hagrid didn't even chance like he lets them in. He's like, we need to know about the Chamber of Secrets, Hagrid. It's important. And he's like, okay, well, the thing you need to know about that is you hear like someone knocking. Yeah, it's like they're like right behind. Them. You didn't but, see them enter the. But maybe because they kind of just went like this, may like not completely exposed. Oh uh, yeah, they kind of had the, 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 the cloak back. behind them or whatever. Yeah, you know that could be it. Um, but Dumbledore knows they're there too. Oh, for sure. Yeah. There's no doubt. Like, he says stuff. He looks right at them. <laughs> he looks right at them, and he... What, what, what is it that he says? He says... He's like, help will always come to those who ask for who it. Who I... Or... Yeah. Basically, because they're telling him he needs to step down for a moment. Yeah. he was so here. weird. Again, because he was here when it first happened, and yet he's still... Like, why are you <laughs> not giving information, Dumbledore? You know who did it. Why are you not telling them, hey, uh, it wasn't Hagrid last time... It was freaking Voldemort. Like this is stupid. A lot of the problems could have been solved with just a few, com- a little bit of communication. Honestly, if 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 Dumbledore would have just went, all right, here's my, uh, here's everything I know about Tom Riddle from when he was a student of mine. Because we have records. Because we have records, <laughs> and here's all the information I know about him. Here you go. Things could have been so much easier, so much easier. <laughs> But no. No, we have to be really vague and be like, oh, I'm being taken away, and they're just under the cloak. They can't stop it, right? They're like, yeah. oh, we're going to Azkaban, yeah. our one and only worst jail and also only jail in the entire wizarding world that Dementors suck your soul out of. of. Basically, yeah. But slowly. good luck, Hagrid. We're yeah. only keep, we'll, we'll hold you there. But you don't have another holding cell phone? I'm, I'm a cooperative prisoner. I'm not trying to get away. Yeah, I'm not like exactly. the worst murderers of the planet that are there. Yeah, no. They don't care. They don't uh, care. But all Hagrid leaves them with, like, if I was looking for anything, I would follow the spiders. Yep. All right, take it easy. Like, follow the freaking spider. Okay, Hagrid has to know about this guy. Like, the, he knows about Aragog. Aragog. Like, he has to know that Aragog is like not going to be friendly to them. Yeah. Like, he's the only. First off, he's a giant. So that's intimidating in itself. He also raised that spider and took care of that spider. Of course, yeah. that spider is going to be nice to you. You really think that the spider is going to be nice to everyone? He's like, oh, the, he'll, Aragog will have the answers. Even though I can just say the answers right now. Yeah. And, and then the other thing that bothers me is it's like, later on, why are they not mad at him? Like, you just almost got his kill. He was mad at him. He was like, if he ever gets out of Azkaban, I'll kill him. That's what Ron says. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but do they really confront him? And if not, There's, not, They're happy to have him back at the end. You know what I mean? He, got, he had a hard time in Azkaban. He was there for a while, a few months. Because yeah. he didn't come back to the end of the year. So That's probably, true. You know, he's That's probably true. there for a while. Shit. They followed the spiders into like the spider den. We get the awesome Aragog animatronic. Like, it's like, who's oh, that? Like, the voice is so freaking cool. And you even made a, a comment about this earlier. Was that it was? It's crazy because we had this this year, and then the next year we had what was that? Uh, Shelob. Shelob from the, the, the Return of the King. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like, what's up? Like, I'm not. I'm not down with this giant spider situation. <laughs> like, no. The spider was creepy because, like, when they look around, they see all the other spiders gathering around and, like, above them or right. crawling down to them. Like, this one was scary, man. This one was really scary, especially, like, theaters and dark rooms and stuff. Like, the spiders were huge. Like, I'm not about this. And you keep seeing close-ups of it. Like, you see close-ups of his face, and it's like, oh, it's a lie. And it's just, like, the way he talks is like, oh, my God. The next thing I was expecting him to say is, I'm Batman. You know, just like. <laughs> I'm Spider-Man. I'm Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> but he has such a threatening line because he kind of explains stuff, but it's it. Also, it looks like he's just stalling for time to get the spiders into position yeah, to go jump them. right? And he's he, like, oh, well, um, thank you for your time. Because uh, Aragog tells him, like, oh, I was just in the box. I was just in the – I don't know anything. 
but I do know that we're, we're, we're afraid of the, the real creature from the Chamber of Secrets. Yeah. And we know that it was... Fr- I don't know if he says something about the girls' bathroom. We, he knows it's in the girls' bathroom or something. He yeah. says, like... He gives some hint to where, like, oh, that's where it is kind of thing. For sure. Uh, and then, like, oh, well, we'll be going now. Like, Harry has a great line. Like, the way he says, like, oh, well, thank you. Uh, we'll be leaving. Yeah. Like, oh, no. And <laughs> he's like, he's like we, we are cool with, with Hagrid because of this, that, and the other. He's like, I can stop my children from eating Hagrid. Hagrid. But, nah, I can't deny them from being able to eat you. They're hungry. Yeah. Like, what? And he just ends the conversation with, goodbye, friend of Hagrid's. And like, it's like, oh, my God, that's kinda, so cool. It's kind of cool, but kind of like, uh, also, all the spiders, like, they were within a foot. They're so close. Like, like, so they were dead. Close. And Harry has a wand. He's like, do you know any spells? He's like, I know one, but it's not enough for all of them. And so he grabs a lantern and starts waving it around like, you have a spell? spell. Start like, using the spells. Start using the spell. <laughs> like, what are you doing? And start Wingardium Leviosing yourself. Float away. Yeah. They, can't, they can't fly. They just have, like, I guess, can, they kind can of you a use crumb Wingard- down. Can you use it on yourself? I assume so. No one's ever tried be nice to see spells from older movies show up you know it'd be nice to, like see your growth as a wizard and see how much better you've gotten yeah kind of cool well i can't uh, wait until they can thank operate. god for the car though the car shows up and saves them yeah f- freaking awesome uh, I-, I made sure that the hole was in the back window still yeah. from the earlier scene because i was just like if they don't have it back there they're lying <laughs> <laughs> It, it all makes sense because the car still is damaged as it is and comes and saves in the nick of time. Dude, that the spiders thing is are still crawling. Beat the hell up. Yeah. Like, how is it not dead? They're able to get out of the spiders just in the nick of time. The spiders are crawling over the they're, they're thing. They're so fast. The spiders. It's creepily how fast they are. It's creepy. And they're, cr- they're like on the window. Like, they're almost getting in. Yeah. There's a point when he when one of the spiders has their, what are the little tendrils like, or whatever? Tendrils yeah. Tendrils. Like, around Ron's neck. Yeah, it and looks I'm like he's like, like, I'm like, oh, is he dead? He's done. He's, he's, <laughs> there's he's blood. He, he drew blood, right? Yeah. There's no freaking way. Because it came through the window. He's like, uh, Ron? Or whatever. And it's like on him, whatever. And Harry, yeah. Harry has to blast it with like a spell or whatever. Yeah. I'm just like, how is he not dead? Like, <laughs> like isn't that his teeth? Or is, is that just like grips? So this is where Ron's fear of spiders comes from, right? Or was he already afraid of them? He was already afraid of them. Okay. From what from what I understand, I, I'm pretty sure he was already afraid of them. Was it just a minor fear, though? And then, like, after this experience probably traumatized him? Probably. Like, I'm afraid of snakes, but if you threw me in a pit of snakes, I'd probably hate you, and I'd probably never want to see snakes. Then you had to fight a basilisk? Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, no. A basilisk isn't even just a snake. It's like a dinosaur bird snake. Oh, in the movie? Yeah. Yeah, it has, like, a beak and stuff. It's kind of... I like the basilisk design in this, to be honest. It's so cool. It's really interesting. It's like a dragon, but not. Yeah. Um, they escape the forest, the dark forest, just in the nick of time with the car. The car goes back into the forest, like, I guess I live here now. And the car's like, I'm, I'm making my life my own, whatever, yeah. in the forest. To which we have to go back over. Why are you going in the forest? Yeah, the fall of the spiders. I, I understand that. I would say, sorry, no. <laughs> they didn't even get that much. They got, like, no information they, Yeah, they got, like, one clue. And then they're just like, oh, it wasn't, it wasn't him. Hmm. And they, thank God, Hermione has a crumpled up piece of paper in her arm. And he's like, oh, yeah, this could help us. It's a basilisk. And they just get the information from Hermione anyway. Yeah. So it's kind of, we didn't really get to see them solve anything, which is kind of a bummer. They just kind of get told it's a basilisk. My, my real question is, like, how terrible would this be if Hermione wasn't around? Harry's dead. Yeah. In the, in, in the first movie. Yeah. <laughs> Not even the first movie, like the first yeah, his, half. His glasses book. would be broken, like, forever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, legitimately, Hermione is just like, 
takes care of everything for and them. tells them oh not in the re- restricted section or whatever like they, yeah. they can't do anything without her if it wasn't for hermione they'd be done for yeah but basically she says it's the basilisk there's like a note about the basilisk like oh it all makes sense you know it has to be the basilisk and like oh it's spiders flee from it it's a basilisk that's what the creature is yeah so hey you have the information now so go go and i think they go try to talk to uh dumbledore but dumbledore's still gone because he's been replaced or whatever stepped down yeah, he, he had to leave. They get told by Cornelius Fudge that they want him to step down or for quietly for the time being until everything gets solved. Yeah. And it's like, why? Wouldn't you want the most powerful wizard of all time to be there? There. But he doesn't clearly he's not doing his job. Yeah. To be fair. Again, like he's a constant troll. Um they're not really sure what to do, but they stumble upon more blood on the walls where it says her her corpse will lie in the chamber forever or something like that. Yeah, again, whose blood is this? <laughs> so much blood so much like that that's how much how many pints are in a in a body at least one well, <laughs> that's at least two bodies worth then like there's got there's a lot of blood there i think it's like six pints or something and at this point they're like well we gotta evacuate the school like her body's gonna lie in the course forever i guess that's it if there's like a, they, if, they don't if there's they a don't try body, to help now we have to officially you know and then uh lockhart's like oh i know where the chamber of secrets was the whole time he's like well why don't you go find it then why don't you go down there and rescue her then not yeah like, not like hey why don't we have an army come down there we're the best wizards why don't we go down there and figure this well, out for because, ourselves because they know that he doesn't know anything they they're so sick and tired of him which is what they they like put it up yet. they put up with it for a year of lockhart saying he knows everything and not teaching anything and being a know-it-all who actually knows nothing yeah for a whole year on the payroll telling students stuff that was just complete fabrication but remember and lies that mcgonagall is now uh interim um principal or whatever whatever uh head of, head of dumb, the school head of school yeah interim until dumbledore's back that's where i kind of have like this theory that her and snape are like cooler with each other than you would think that's why they're always like making like it's clear they're making bets about quidditch and stuff together you know <laughs> like whatnot but it's someone like someone gets a bonus at the end of the year yeah. whoever wins quidditch yeah. yeah for sure and you know that snape's like over here because he's the one who says it like oh why don't you said you knew where it was and you you can see mcgonagall kind of smirk and you know the mcgonagall is just like yeah snape good one that's yeah. a good one you know <laughs> she's like respect i guess respect. yeah like let's get this stupid guy out of our do you think hair. they have a, a separate teacher's lounge and they're like this fucking guy over here we got we got our own chamber of secrets over here we, we don't well you know like that they can like make like um they could talk to each other through their fireplaces in their offices no i didn't it's like a cell phone essentially for them <laughs> they, they like throw this like powder in there and they can like talk to the other person through the fireplace like remember in the fourth movie when uh serious black like face comes up in the fire oh yeah yeah, yeah 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 it's like that so like i i wonder if like her and if mcgonagall and snape were like but didn't that hurt him other. wasn't he like oh i can't stay long it's burning me or something like that I'm like did you just shove your head into a fireplace of a, a random fireplace i don't think it? he said it was hurting i think he said because you have people coming back oh. so i can't stay long because he's still on the run in that movie oh Okay. He's technically, you know. I thought they cleared his name, but not yet. Oh, okay. No. Um, Harry. I don't think they ever actually do clear his name. Never. No. Oh, I thought that was the whole point of going back in time was clearing his name. No, that was to get Buckbeak safe and free him from. Jail. Free him from getting caught. He's not cleared. I thought he was. He's cleared still on the run. Well, we'll have to find out. I'll have to watch it at some point. Yeah, that's part of the reason that Harry can't go with him. Oh yeah, because he's a, he's on the run. He's an outlaw. He's an outlaw. <laughs> um, 
so at one point now they we have the teachers like we gotta close the school. Lockhart, you go figure out what's going on in Chamber of Secrets. So they're like, oh, Lockhart knows about Chamber of Secrets. Let's go find him. Ron, Ron and Harry go to find him, and he's, and he's packing. packing yeah, yeah, he's he's dip, dipping. Like, wait, you can't leave. He's like, oh, I know about charms. I, I, he gives away his whole, his like whole his plan. His whole plan. Yeah. Like, like oh, every I... villain in any movie. The, brings the question: Who's the real villain in this movie? Tom Riddle. Do you think it's Lockhart then? <laughs> well, he is pretty, pretty he's terrible. Terrible. Because he literally is like, oh, how you all both tragically lost your minds, and you know, yeah, yeah. He, he, anything to save his own neck. That's yeah. just like so selfish. It, not even just selfish. It was just like. He's the real villain here, but he's not really. A, he's not wasn't actively a part of the the plot though. Yeah, I guess he just is doomed to be lost his mind forever. Like I don't know if he deserved that. Like, yeah, I guess he did it to everybody else. I don't know, but he did it to like tw- <laughs> he has like six books full of stories. <laughs> he does it. Who knows that how? Probably long. have several different stories of like adventures and things. yeah. He's he's probably had at least like. 20 wizards that he totally raced up with yeah he basically says that he went on adventures with other wizards and then raced their minds yeah and then he took the credit for the stories probably that... undocumented stories yeah. yeah like undocumented like that he was joining why didn't he just write fiction because that doesn't sell as much as him making him because it makes him look cooler if he talks uh, about yeah. himself that's true you know that's true because he's this great wizard that did all these things but they harry and ron force him to go down to the women's the girls the girls bathroom whatever with them and they yeah. like have a wand on him like oh you're, don't think about it you know yeah again uh, back to the faucet that has the freaking serpent snake on, on it, it. yeah and they ask Moni myrtle like oh what happened she's like oh yeah she back 50 years ago he threw a book at me or, or something like i i when did you die yeah basically, they ask basically her, like, i heard a guy outside the stall and i went to yell at him and i and went to I, go yell at him and i, I, died. I, I died like that, that was it i was like she's like he was talking some weird tongue and then that's when harry's like oh powerful tongue. he's talking in some weird tongue and then i saw yellow eyes that i instantly died. and then i died and it's just like it's right by that sink right by that goes look at the sink there's like, a snake symbol on the again, sink again why have we not <laughs> been talking to like the ghosts know everything in the castle they have to so why have they not been talking to the ghosts when this first happened like they're, years they're annoyed by Moni myrtle they don't care she's always crying they don't even want to ask her like no one, no that's, you, you, that's straight and also door coming out here and saying <laughs> whatever and also they have a, they leave this whole bathroom for moaning myrtle like it's a full facility on a full floor that is like it's hers well uh, it, again it's it's not even that it's hers it's open to the students being able to use it but no one's gonna use nobody it. wants to use it because she's like i'm gonna haunt it forever yeah but like no teacher's gonna be like come on now you can't haunt that's like it's like a a, a ghost being like i'm gonna haunt this child bedroom and this whole dormitory forever and it's like well that goes back to the theory of can wizards do anything about ghosts? Ghosts, <laughs> or is it like, like how how do you control that? Yeah, I mean, if anything, they're a great wealth of knowledge. You could have asked about this whole chamber of secrets business because right? the prime suspect who was murdered in this case was could've, her. Could have told you about it. It's just it's what the hell. Uh, but yeah, they see this the snake thing. Harry speaks parcel tongue and it opens up right away. Yeah. It's like, I guess because he's the only one who can speak Parseltongue, maybe they couldn't open it before. But like, I think you would know that's the Chamber of Secrets at that point, right? Like, yeah. But then that means that they would have to ask Voldemort for help. Well, he's dead. No, I mean, like, even when they first found it. Oh. I I think that Dumbledore found it. Which is like, eh, guy's gone now. We're yeah, good. No one else can speak it. <laughs> Nobody else. Can, no one's gonna speak Parseltongue anymore. It's fine. Know? We never found it. Mm. Uh, Harry goes down there with Lockhart. Lockhart has a point where. Uh, 
they dump him down first. Uh, and they're like, oh, what are we going to do? And he's like, oh, this place is disgusting. There's a snake skin in there. And, like, that's cool to see, like, a snake skin, like, foreshadowing there's a giant snake down here. Yeah, it's disgusting. Uh, and then Lockhart, like, pretends to faint, but then steals Ron's wand and has his old plan. Like, oh, you guys will tragically lose your minds after seeing her mangled body. And she, I was too late to save the girl, but I... I'm still victorious somehow and uses like obliviate spell, but it wipes his mind. Yeah, because it's Ron's broken wand. Yeah, fires back on him, which I do like. He's like, hello, who am I? Whatever. Like, he has and like a great like cadence. He's, he's all like, oh, do you live here? It's yeah. like, <laughs> we're in like the middle. Like, what? It's just a good line. I like that comp- comedic beat or whatever. Uh, and then like the something happens where like the it breaks, the room breaks in half like a yeah, when rock he uses slide. The, when he uses the, the charm or spell or whatever, he flies back from it hitting him instead hits the wall and it like creates like like an earthquake essentially yeah like a small earthquake and all this rubble falls rubble falls and separates harry from from ron, ron. and and uh lockhart Gil- gilderoy yeah. yeah so harry has to go alone that's as hero like he did in the last one he's got to go alone all yeah. alone yeah all always alone. alone this is between you and him harry i'll uh, we'll take ron back to the hospital wing you go uh, you go alone yeah, yeah it makes no sense yeah Goes up to a giant door with a snake on it. He speaks parcel tongue. The snake. I love the way this door opens. Yeah, too. Like, it's so dope. <laughs> like snakes this, all... there, there's a snake around the circle, and then the other snakes like, back move out of the way to move out of the way while the snake opens it. It's yeah, like it's so legit, so dope. And opens up the great hallway with like the snake, uh, like the statues on the on the side during in the whole hallway, like yeah. the entrance hall in, with water like, beneath them, and, and then you follow the pathway to like this giant head. Head. It looks like this Salazar like, Slytherin. Yeah, it looks like this like god titan figure. It looks like yeah. a Zeus type head for sure. Yeah. And it's like, oh, this is so badass. It, it's honestly whoever made that set, like, it'd been so fun to play in. Could you imagine playing in that set, like just playing? That would be so freaking. Cool. That's just like it was so dope. Like, yeah, I remember seeing this as a kid, and I was just like whoa this is so cool i yeah i I think this whole set is like one of the coolest things this whole salazar slytherin chamber where this is like yep that's a chamber of secrets all right you know what i mean yeah there's no doubt in your mind um especially it reminds me like indiana jones like temple okay yeah you know what i mean yeah it reminds me like something like that like something indiana jones would. you're waiting for like a boulder to roll over huh well you're waiting for some kind of traps and stuff like that but like the way that's all designed like oh it's a cool like it reminds me like the temple with the forbidden eyed ride or whatever at at at, uh disneyland okay giant snake statues and stuff like it's it's so freaking cool so cool uh harry walks up and sees the mangled body of jenny who's like basically looks like a vampire she's all pale like she's dying her soul is being sucked out whatever and then we see Tom Riddle standing there as, like, 16-year-old Tom Riddle that was from the diary. He's yeah. like, Tom, help me. He's like, oh, it's too late, Harry. And Harry seems like, for, like, a good, like, minute, Harry's, like, oblivious that Tom's evil. Evil, yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, come on, Tom, we gotta go. Like, don't don't mess around. Give me my wand back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, Harry, what do you think's going on here? You've, yeah. you've had a year of this. You know what's going on. You know this guy isn't from your school at this time pre- period. You know that you went into his mind, like his diary, to see that he's from the past. You know he lied about like Hagrid. even just seeing this guy around a mangled body. You know, at this point, it should just tell you not. This good. is not good. Yeah. yeah. Um, but Tom explains that he is Voldemort. Like he rearranges his name. Like I am Lord Voldemort. And yeah. It's like, oh, you had the right amount of letters to make that name out, huh? You're like, <laughs> yeah. Something tells me that he's like, how can I make my name into an anagram? Like anagram, Voldemort. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Just like he's how, trying to. How can I do this? <laughs> what's What's my new name? 
Oh, these are the letters I have left. Okay, let's try to put And not even just, like, the name <laughs> is that. It's like, I had to put I am Lord yeah. Voldemort. Yeah. Right. Um, right. And I, it's like, oh, it's supposed to be this big reveal or whatever. And then the diary is what's stealing the soul. And he used the diary to, like, brainwash Ginny and take her over her and make her do these things yeah. with the blood. And Ginny was the one behind it all, writing the blood on the walls, which I don't know how she reached that high. There's, well, there's blood on the, And I don't know where she got the blood from either. It goes back to asking where... Yeah. Where's the blood from? Why is it so thick? And apparently the petrification was an accident, too, because it was from all the reflections. Yeah. It was it meant would, to kill. It would have killed them if they would have seen it dead on. Which they got pretty lucky that all those all times. All those times, yeah. And Jenny never got killed from it? Like, Jenny never looked at the thing head on? Because she was right next to it. Well, she probably wrote the message afterward, after the snake had left. And also, how did the snake get into the hallway? That giant snake, you never... I don't know. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. Well, I mean, those hallways are pretty big. I know, but you would, where are you going to hide? Like, you're going to go back into the wall without being a giant hole for you to get back in, un, behind the walls? I don't know. Well, if you notice that a lot of, again, and then this goes to show, a lot of these petrifications and stuff happen in the same freaking spot. <laughs> like, you ever notice that they're all really close to that bathroom? Mm-hmm. It's like, stop, block off that, <laughs> that area. <laughs> Clearly, there's a problem. Do something. Here. Yeah, th- there's no action taken. Like we might have to close it. Like, maybe you shouldn't be going like into that bathroom. Which also makes you think, Harry, Ron, and Hermione were in there making the Polyjuice jo- thing for months. What? <laughs> yeah, you haven't like what? It's so it's just so dumb. inconsistent. The, and also, I want to point out because the the diary thing is like a big point here. Yes, and. I know at some point we come back to it as being, oh, it's part of a horror crux and it's part of his souls in it, and that's why he's sixteen years old in it. Yeah, and that's I his first it's horror crux like or whatever. Seven right? different pieces. Yeah. It comes back in the story later and tries to tie it in. I see that as a retcon. I don't know if it, people see this as the way that I do, but like clearly this diary was not meant to be like part of his soul, like I think I think honestly that was JK Rowling going and trying to tie that back yeah. into the future of like how this was even a thing, and then she was like, Oh, horcruxes yeah because that was one of them the other horcruxes are just like items and stuff this one has like a personality and you can talk to it and it can do things and like he his plan in this one is like i'm gonna take Ginny's soul and i'm gonna come back as my 16 year old self or something like that it's like it's a weird like it's still magical and it's cool but like thinking back on it in terms of like retrospectively learning about horcruxes and things it doesn't really make much sense well if you even look at the horcruxes like if you think about it a little bit it might kind of make sense because this was his first horcrux and he split his his soul, and the more and more he split his soul, the less like a human he looked, right? And that's what they describe later on. And so, if this was his first one, that's the most powerful one. It's gotta be because he's that's like the biggest part of his soul that he could have possibly split, right? And you just gave it to a little girl. Yeah, well, <laughs> he was hoping that he could take her over. Yeah, yeah. And it's weird that he wouldn't be like if the if the Malfoys had access to it, I'm he'd be like, no, give it to your son. I'll just take over your son's body, and then there you go yeah because yeah. <laughs> well, you, you guys are so loyal to me i think it was malfoy like trying to make an answer for voldemort got it okay you know what i mean like not even voldemort like hey give this to someone so then i can come back but more of like voldemort going or, it's... or him going i can show voldemort now that i know that he's back after the last year now that i know he's back like i can show him that i'm loyal i'm gonna try to get him back got it okay it's, it's just weird how the powers of it works because 
he has a physical form, but he's not really there because he's not really casting spells and not doing anything, you know? Because he was, if he was actually there, he would have been able to kill Harry. Yeah, I have more you know? questions than answers. For yeah. Sure. It, it, a lot of it doesn't make sense. I'm kind of confused by it. It seems like he's there, but not there, stealing the book, and like his plan is just taking a long time to affect. I don't know. He's not as scary as he was in the first one. Let me just say that. For sure. You know? Being on the back of a guy's head is way freakier than just 16-year-old Tom Riddle. Uh, yeah, so Tom opens the mouth of it like, oh. I'm... Again, that's so rad. Yeah. Just like you see how the that tongue opens. And it looks like a tongue at first sliding out. And it's like. Oh, it looks oh man. It's so Makes cool. Makes you think about eat slugs, huh? Yeah. Oh. oh. Eat snakes. <laughs> eat snakes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but thankfully, Fox flies in at the with the hat. Yeah, and kind of saves and like blinds the basilisk or whatever. And he's yeah, like, yeah. oh, this is this is what, ga- uh, almost a Gandalf. Mm, I'll get in trouble for that. Dumbledore thinks of his champion. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, he sends a hat with a useless hat, and I wish the the sorting hat was like actually talking and be like, ha, I you was a terrible wizard. And, like I wish that he had like some personality and like did something, you know? Yeah, I don't know. Or Harry put it on and be like, ah, yes, we have power now. Like I don't know, like took it over his body or something. Well, in the in the book, like the sword doesn't just appear in the hat. He Harry actually like puts the hat on his head in the book, and he's like, help me. And then the the freaking sword falls like and smacks the top of his head in the hat, and he's like, what is that? And then he pulls it. Does out. the hat talk in the book? To him. Oh, okay. So you know, in the first movie, when it's like. But you could be great. That's all in his mind. It's okay. not out loud. Okay. So that's exactly what he does to Harry in the is in his mind. He like talks to him like, "Hey." I I just wanted the because the sorting hat's pretty cool. I just wanted him to be snarky to Tom Riddle like, "Oh, oh for sure." <laughs> just like, hmm. Right you then. can't you can't tell the guy who was a prefect and a head boy that became the most powerful dark wizard of all time that he wasn't like awesome. Well, the hat would probably be res- probably be like. You're, you're badass. Yeah. <laughs> but I'd like to see the hat just be snarky with him. I don't know. I just want to see the hat talk again. Because you don't really yeah. see him talk again after these two movies. That's true. I think you're right. Yeah. There's a lot of cool stuff about Harry Potter that doesn't come back, come after, back. after this, which is kind of disappointing. It really is. But um, there, there's also something that they forget to put in the movies that the hat does every year at the beginning of the year for the sorting. It sings a song. Oh, really? Legitimately. It's <laughs> hilarious. It's like the most weird like corny song but it's do you know it not off the top <laughs> it's like talks about the four different houses and like oh this time it's just like funny okay um the basilisk comes out and gets blinded so harry's able to not be petrified and yeah. killed or not even petrified just killed by it yeah um, he can't look at him now. yeah by looking at him or whatever uh the basilisk cool as fuck though yeah, like I said, it's it's like a bird dragon snake, and half CGI, and then other shots if it, it are in are practical, like, like animatronic. Animatronic. That's a big animatronic. Yeah, and it, it, the way that they use it is so genius because it makes it look like it's real because yeah. half of the time it was there. So like when you see it moving, it takes your mind a second to like adjust to like, oh it's CGI, but then you see other shots of it being real. So it actually helps the. Just yeah. like Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park did it brilliantly like that. Yeah, for sure. So it looks awesome. It looks way better than the centaur did in the first movie. It looks way better than the troll. Like, the actual CGI, like, the real-life effects of this and the Whomping Willow, like, they look great. Great. Yeah, great job sure. in this one. And I don't think they go back to that. Like, the dragon in the fourth one's not No, that's you know, for sure real, CGI. You know, yeah. They don't have any other, like, practical effects, and it's kind of disappointing. It really is. Um... He follows it, and it, the, this thing looks creepy and so cool. And it, he, Harry, like, runs to the, like, the side, like, tunnel or whatever. And yeah, it's yeah. slowly like, oh, 
you may have blinded the basilisk, but I can still hear you or whatever, or smell you or whatever yeah. he says. And Harry throws something, and you see the head like right up on him. Oh, like yeah. you see like close up shots of this thing, and it looks so cool. Yeah. Uh, Harry distracts it. He's able to get away just in the nick of time as he's like making a ton of noise as he's getting away. So I'm like, I yeah. can it hear you like running away? It has pretty good hearing. I I, I think it's like it then has to back up or whatever. <laughs> like it's got to find a point that it can turn around. Yeah. Those are kind of like fit to form of whatever he is. Yeah. You know? Uh, Harry makes it back to the front and sees, he's like oh don't worry Ginny's about a minute from death or whatever he says and the sword appears in the hat Harry pulls the sword the snake comes back out of the water Yeah. Uh, Harry has to go climb the the temple face of Salazar Silver like the giant titan face of it the yeah. statue stabs the thing like he slashes at it and we see it like going back and forth between CGI and live action jabbing at Harry because they can't see him but it's just trying to jab and attack him Yeah. stabs it right through the the roof of the mouth. The roof of the mouth. You see blood all over, and the one of the one of the uh, teeth, the sta- one of the fangs stabs Harry in the arm. Yeah, and Harry's like ah, like screaming as he pulls it out, and it's like oh, this is so, like the fight isn't that cool because it just kind of like it's it just kind of quick. It just kind of bobs back and forth, so it's not like really cool like action. Yeah. you know, between the head. But well, the part that's cool is because the the sword starts to fall off the head. The sword starts to fall off the head, and it's that that moment of him being able to quickly get over to it grab it and at the last moment stab stab it through the it face through the through the face yeah killing the basilisk as it like kind of slowly falls and dead you know yeah and tom rose like well shit i have no plan now <laughs> yeah but he's like oh but harry got the fang in his arm so the the poison is is reaching him so he's screwed yeah he's dead and i won which makes no sense if the poison is so deadly why did the basilisk not eat anyone else i don't know you know what I mean? Like it just petrified the guys and went back into the hallway. Like it was set. It was fine with just petrifying them. It wasn't fine with killing or eating. Well, because the whole point was that he does whatever Tom Riddle says. And Tom said, I didn't want to, I don't want to kill like anyone this time. I, I have no point of killing anyone. The whole reason he brought Ginny down there is because he thought, Oh, it'll bring Harry. Right. So then why do you have Ginny steal the book back? Well, I don't think he had Ginny control get the book back because the only way he was controlling her was when she was writing in the book. So she wasn't writing. Then the who book. rated the who rated his? Uh... She didn't want him to find out the information about the book because she was afraid that he would find out that she did all this. Dumb. Yeah, and then she was like, "Oh, well, I got to tell him anyway," and then she doesn't. Yeah. Um. Basically, Tom's like, "Oh, you're gonna die in a minute. You have a minute left. She's dying already. There's nothing you can do. Oh, who would have thought a stupid little girl could have done this?" And he's like, "Oh, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, just, what are you doing?" He takes the diary and starts to stab it with the freaking the bang, like, fang. and he's just like, "Oh, well, now it's the the book itself is bleeding." Yeah, which is a really cool effect with the ink coming out of it. Yeah, like, I like love that blood ink or whatever. Yeah, that's super freaking cool. Goes back to saying. Why does this blood actually look like blood? But the blood written on the wall <laughs> is so thick. <laughs> I'm very concerned for whatever person that you got that blood from. He stabs the book a million times. Tom Riddle like slowly disappears into light. Yeah, he's gone. Ginny wakes up like, oh, Harry, I wanted to tell you, but I couldn't. Blah blah blah. And yeah, she's just like, she's. I don't. I just don't. I don't think she's very convincing as an actor. In, in At this, this point, yeah, yeah. I think she grows in in the future as this role but she's still very young here fox comes cries on the wound and mm-hmm. that his tears shed the poison away from his veins which just shows how cool 
But like the t- it how did it? It's already in inside his system. You think it would be too late, but no, I guess it, it's not. Well, I mean, like in the Wizarding world, they use weird things and potions and stuff. Yeah, and that's it true. Makes things. Right? It makes it all fine. Fox is strong enough to carry three people, four people, four people out of this out of this chamber of secrets, no problem. Which, by the in. way, it's it's like a cavern outside of the. Yeah, they fly like, out of like a cavern instead of like what like you could and you see that you see the silhouette of hogwarts, hogwarts in the distance in like the distance. it's pretty close you didn't see this like, giant chasm see, cave yeah you could have climbed down and found this chamber this chamber yeah exactly <laughs> i have a feeling that it was part of the earthquake situation that was created from the from, oh maybe maybe that opened it up yeah because like in the books it says that they go back up the pipe oh okay right uh, but like maybe they were just like ah whatever throw that in you know <laughs> Uh, Dumbledore has a talking to with uh, Ron and Harry, and is basically like, "Oh, well done, you guys saved saved the sister." Seventeen thousand points for Gryffindor. Yeah, <laughs> where he says he he gives Harry some line like, "Oh, greatness is not what you're born with; it's what you choose to do." Type exactly. thing, you know. It's whatever. It's like the message of the movie, and just like the first one, you know. Yeah, because Harry questions why he wasn't in Slytherin then, right? Yeah, he does bring it up like, "Oh, I would." He's like, "Oh, you would have been great in Slytherin, but you're not a Slytherin because of basically yeah. saying that you." You, you chose. Choo- you chose. Yeah. yeah. You you don't think that you're great because of what you're born from or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. You chose to be great. You chose to do this. And he like take for example the sword of Gryffindor would only come to a Gryffindor and he like hands it to Harry and Harry grabs it grabs by it. the blade the bloody blade like why would you grab it by the bloodiest sharpest point grab by the hilt yeah like <laughs> like what the heck just like immediate cuts on yeah. his hand like. That Harry just no wants sense. to be as like disgusting and like that's blood on. Me. I would never like I would never grab something that's bloody. It's just ridiculous. It's so gross. I mean, this kid's like twelve. I would not grab something <laughs> super bloody when I was twelve. Are you kidding me? Like he just hands it out and just like, oh, pff, let me see this sword. Yeah, and he still doesn't like grab it by the hilt after no. like, Dumbledore gives it to him. He had- he, he's just like, I'll hold it by the blade this whole time. <laughs> Uh, at some point, uh, Lucius Malfoy walks in with Dobby. Dun, dun, dun. Dobby's been working for the Malfoys the whole time. Well, not necessarily working with, but like he's, he's the been enslaved up. by the Malfoys yeah, the whole yeah, time. Legitimately a slave. And then he's like, oh, you know Harry Potter? I'll deal with you later. And it's like, oh, great job, Harry. Yeah. And Ma- Malfoy's all like, oh, I guess you're back, Dumbledore. Like his whole plan was trying to get Dumbledore out of there. And you're not Dumbledore's a good plan. back. Yeah. And he's, and he's like, like, oh, it, people were under the impression that you were threatening to kill them and their whole family. He's like, oh, what, what utter ridiculousness. Like, yeah. Wait, wait, so you actively threatened, like, other members of the board if they didn't agree with you? Like, isn't that enough to get you off this board? Well, yeah, after this one, he's off the board. Because, oh. uh, <laughs> it's not yeah, a good plan. He gets, he gets kicked <laughs> off, yeah. Not a good plan to use your power as a school board to, like, Well, do you this. know, it, it's politics, man. You know, <laughs> there's always going to be corruption. But, like, actively threaten them. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you thought it was going to be a lot better than it was, and then Dumbledore was like, ha, joke's on you, Slytherin. <laughs> yeah. And uh, this he's like, oh, we had the Diary of Tom Riddle. We found the Chamber of Secrets. It's all good. And he's like, good thing that Harry, this young Harry Potter was here to stop it. You yeah, know? and he's he's all like, yeah, I don't want to ever see any of, uh, of Voldemort's stuff like personal things that back in you, school that you may have like insinuating to Malfoy. Like, I know you have a bunch of like Voldemort shit. Yeah. Like, don't, don't ever let the consequences would be very severe. If they happen yeah. to be behind the, the, the stuff again. You know? Yeah. It's just like, geez. And he has a great, like he just so over the top evil. It's like, not even like the Malfoys are just evil. There's no, yeah, it's so stupid. He <laughs> like, straight up like <laughs> throws Dobby downstairs and then hits him with a cane. Kicks like, him. Yeah. 
Like the same. Yeah, it's like oh, let's hope Harry Potter will always be around to save the day. Or yeah, whatever, you know. And, and then I just love how Dumbledore so like subtly like I know all these things, so don't try me. <laughs> yeah, basically threatening him. Harry grabs the the book. There should be evidence at this point that this book was able to control kids' minds. Well, and... it doesn't matter because you know Dumbledore had all this information pretty much in the first place. Yeah, true. Harry t- grabs the diary, goes back down the stairs, talks to Lucius, like, oh, you forgot this. This is yours, isn't it? He's like, this is not mine. What are you talking about? And he takes the book and then gives it to Dobby. And, yeah. Dobby, and he's like, open the book, Dobby. And, and there's a sock. Dobby opens it. It's a sock. He's like, Dobby has been given clothes from yeah. Master. Dobby <laughs> is free. Uh, and then he's like, what? I didn't give you clothes. You made me lose my servant. Like, yeah, yeah. You, you made me lose my slave. What the hell? So immediately goes from, you made me lose my servant. I'm going to kill you. Yeah. It goes so, to on school grounds right outside the headmaster's yeah. office. He's got the cool cane that has the wand. Yeah. Like at the hilt. And it has a snake on it. Like, hmm, who's the heir to Slytherin here? Yeah. Legitimately, no joke, goes to use Avada Kedavra. Yeah. Or, which, which, the, the, the killing curse. Yeah. The killing which curse. Which we don't learn about until, until later, later movies. Later on. But like, looking back, like, he goes, oh, like he's like about, he's to, about use to use it. Like, yeah. Oh yeah, I'm gonna. I'll cancel my whole career to career, kill this just kid. Just to kill yeah. this kid. Yeah. I mean, you're not like you're gonna go to Azkaban forever. Yeah, for sure. You're on school grounds. How are you gonna get away? And the funnier part is that Dobby's just like, let me just do a quick blast and sell him. Uh, you know I'm stronger One than you. Don't try me. Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah. Blast him away. Well, I think once he got blasted, I'm thinking like Lucius, like, oh shoot, I'm not supposed to be killing him. That's for my master to do. Let me wait also, until... Also, Dobby's way more powerful than me. Oh, for sure. It, it's like said that like house elves are way stronger than like wizards. And how did you become a slave, Dobby? I don't get it. It makes no sense. And Dobby is like, oh, right, I'm free. Sorry. Thanks, Harry. Or he, I don't even know if he knows Harry gave him the sock or not. But what yeah, do you think he Do- did. He Harry- did because, because he looks over and he goes, when he says, uh, check, check the, or look at the book. And then he pulls up his leg. To no, show- no. I, I don't know. Dobby knows. What? That, that the sock is Harry's. Yeah, he does. Because if it's Harry's, then this, he's not actually out of his contract. Right? Yeah, he is. The whole point is that if you're given clothes, Any it doesn't type matter of clothes. from who. It, it, it doesn't matter if it is someone else's clothing. If he's given clothes from his master. What if... Okay, hypothetical. What if the house elf is like doing, you know, let's say he's tarring a roof or something, you know. And tarring he, a roof? <laughs> say some, some super, like... like Oh, manual labor, like, okay. you know, sure, right? You're my slave. You're gonna really go, weird, but let's You're going to go tar this. my roof, right? And then, go retar my he, roof. He has his, like, sack clothes on, right? His sack, burlap sack yeah. thing. It, let's say it gets caught on a fence, rips, falls off, it's ruined. Like, or it gets tar all over it, it's done, right? And then he, it falls off. Yeah, a naked house elf here. You gonna let your house off walk around your house naked, like pooping all over the place and everything? Or are you gonna give them something? Like, well, no, they're allowed to go find their own sack and stuff. They're not allowed to wear regular clothing. It says that in the book. So, what if you gave them a sack? Can they use that as a clothing? Mm, I'm not sure. It doesn't specify. Mm. What if you give them like, hey, like this is my kid's old underwear? You're making into probably not because that's giving clothing. Oh yeah. Also, what is Dobby doing with that sock nowadays? Oh, he wears it. Wait, where? Like he legit. <laughs> what is Dobby doing with that sock? No, like later in the books, like he comes and works at Hogwarts, and this is like during the time that that uh, Hermione is all like, "Free them!" Like yeah, they're being them. enslaved, right? And all of them are like, "No, we're we're happy, we're chill." Like they're not happy. They 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 don't know what's really out there and whatnot. 
But Dobby shows, look, Harry, I still have. And he pulls up or he shows that at his feet, he's wearing like his new things like socks. And he wears like four pairs at a time. Oh, okay. It's really weird. That's kind of funny, though. That's it, cool. it's, it's like quirky and stupid yeah. and funny. But like he's like, look, I have the original sock you gave me. Like it's clean. Don't worry. But, you know. Do they do laundry? <laughs> he's like, I'm never taking well, this Well, I mean, off. he probably does laundry for all the rest of the Hogwarts. <laughs> that, that makes you think, too. Like, have you seen a washing machine at all? Have you seen any of these kids cleaning their own clothes? No, we don't need a washing machine. We have house elves. That's to clean what it. I'm thinking. I'm thinking that there's house elves that like oh, that's, none. That, all these kids are learning spells and stuff. They're learning nothing about taking care of a household. That makes it so much worse though, because like you make the house elves who you who are your slaves do your laundry. Like, oh, we're not giving you clothes. You're cleaning my clothes. my clothes. Yeah, but I don't. I don't know. It's just just it's I'm really taunting you with weird. It. It's really. Just like I have more questions. Why insert this concept? Yeah, if you're yeah. not gonna, yeah. It's 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 J.K. Rowling. It's it's a little bit sus. <laughs> a little bit sus. Uh, the school year's over. Everything's great. Uh, Hermione shows back up. She's been unpetrified. We've able to unpetrify all the kids. Yeah. At the very end of the school year. Thank yeah. goodness it took a whole year to grow those things from the beginning of the year that we learned about the sprouts or whatever. Yeah. Again, goes to thinking these people have been like petrified for like a long time. Yeah. <laughs> Except for like Hermione was like the most recent. Which yeah. Which was like a month. Yeah. She's she was in there a while though. But you you know Hermione is always ahead on school anyway. So she probably was like oh. I already finished all my assignments for the next three months. Yeah, like, she's probably fine. We're solid. You yeah, know? and she's doing all the extra credit assignments. Uh, Dumbledore ends like ends the feast or before they begin the feast, whatever, with celebrating the real heroes, Madame Pomfrey and uh, uh, Root. What's her name? Root. Uh, uh, Professor Sprout. Sprout. Uh, which is really cool because like never any other time in like any of the series do you ever hear anyone besides like Snape or McGonagall as teachers getting praise. Yeah, well, they actually saved everybody. Yeah, like legitimately. <laughs> like, thank you, Professor Sprout and yeah. Madame Pomfrey. Um, and then we also have like a great reunion where all the kids are like smiling and happy when Hagrid shows back up into the hall. Yeah, and everyone's like, "Oh, you know, it took a while to get out of Azkaban, but I, I thanks, thanks, kids. You know, thanks to you guys for doing this." Like, and he looks the same. Looks exactly the same, which is wrong. Just <laughs> he he literally had to deal with Dementors He's sucking on his face. We don't know what Dementors are yet, though. Like that comes in the next movie. Yeah. But thank you. and uh, oh, Dumbledore also announces that oh, due to the, all the recent events of the school, finals are canceled or whatever. And it's like, like all the tests should have been canceled. <laughs> like you should have sent them home. What are you doing? <laughs> like, people were were getting like what? I like how everyone's happy about it except for Hermione. She goes like no, like she yeah, like bows. she's she's like I've been studying forever. It's like yeah, you've been gone for a month. <laughs> like petrified. I like how exams are canceled, but like oh well, you know I think you would have. I don't think anyone won the House Cup that year because of that. No, they don't mention the House Cup. They only mention <laughs> I'm still obsessed with this House Cup thing. See, that bothers me because it's like, what about all the kids who like work their butt off to get all these extra points like at the end of the year and stuff like, and then just like, being told I got I got a D. I have a I have a nothing. D minus. I can bump this up to a C if I get it really good on this exam. I'm going to study hard. Maybe, Canceled. Maybe like everyone that's a part of the house winning team or whatever gets bumped up a grade. <laughs> it, 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 more points. <laughs> <laughs> like point two goes up on their GPA, but yeah, they give it final goodbye. Everyone's clapping except for Slytherin. They don't want to clap for Hagrid, you know, because they're just suckers. I hate them. They, they they suck. And everyone claps. Hagrid's back. Everyone smiles like, and then we hear like the da 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 the music. That was yeah. terrible. Whatever that was, that noise. But uh, the movie ends. Everyone smiles at Hagrid, claps for Hagrid, and that's the end of the except Chamber of Secrets. Slytherin. And it, and the, it shows like I think a Crab tries to stand up, 
And then Malfoy's like, nah, you're sitting down. Yeah. <laughs> like, no. Other Slytherins did get up, though. Oh, like, okay. Some, some of them. So some Slytherins like him. Some Slytherins are actually cool, and most of the Slytherins suck dick. <laughs> and Hagrid cries, and that's the end. Yeah. And that's the end I of the... I have to like... commend whoever that actor is, because you know that's not his real hair or, or beard. Oh, that's a wig. That's got to be itchy as hell. Yeah. It's totally a wig. It's a lot of makeup, a lot of wigs. It's like Gimli. Do you think he's really that tall? Yes, 100%. He's like eight feet tall. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I hate everything about you. You're Slytherin now. You're, you, are, you are evil. I don't know what house I'm in. I get different results every time I take a test. Did you take the Pottermore test? I've taken that one a couple times. That's the official one. I know, but I've, there's different questions, though. So depending on what questions I get, I get different houses. Oh, uh, what, what's the two that you usually go between? I've gotten Ravenclaw... I've gotten Gryffindor and Slytherin, and then Hufflepuff's the least amount. But I've yeah, gotten you're I've, definitely not a Hufflepuff. But I've gotten them all. I've gotten that Hufflepuff as a result before, so I've gotten them all before. I wouldn't even think that you're a Slytherin. You got to delete your account and then restart it. Restart it. Yeah, we'll I do don't it. know. I don't even have. An we account. should do it right now. Okay, we can do it. But yeah, that's the end of Chamber of Secrets, and then they have an after credit scene with Lockhart being like, "Who am I?" Is this yeah, new book? like is his new book, and he's like in a uh, straight jacket. Straight jacket. Yeah, I don't know. What like, how do you write a book if he doesn't know who he is? I don't know. Yeah. I, I have a feeling it's a, it's a biography. Okay. Oh, maybe. Maybe he's ghostwriter in there somewhere. Literal ghostwriter. Well, d- does it say Lockhart as the author at yeah. the bottom? Yeah. Oh. I don't know. Maybe he like is told that he's a famous writer, and so then he decides that while he's in psych ward or wherever <laughs> the heck he is, that he's going to write a book about, I don't know who I am anymore. Yeah. But yeah, that's the end of Chamber of Secrets yeah long one i remember this one being really long and scary but it wasn't as frightening as i remember being but i remember this one being the scariest one um yeah like i said like the movies seem to either stay the same amount of time or they get uh shorter yeah this one's really long it's like two hour 40 minute movie yeah let's see what's three three is two hours and 20 so it goes shorter by like 20 minutes on the third one the fourth one is about yeah they're all running around between two two hours and 20 minutes to two hours and 40 minutes yeah i just remember this one was really long and it had a lot of fit in and it was right at the hype of harry potter mania i didn't have this one because i was i don't know i wasn't scared you know but like i was just like oh this one's kind of freaky it's not like a one i want to just like enjoy my night if i'm just watching it in the background or something like that you know what i mean for sure it's not one you're gonna put on like unless you're doing a rewatch of all of them you know you're not gonna like put this on on randomly yeah unless you're like like I do try to do every year is like rewatch all the Marvel movies in timeline order, you know, like similar aspect, I guess. Like if you're trying to rewatch. Well, yeah, if you're going to rewatch them, you can watch it, but not like you're going to put this one on for fun. You know, like I can see you putting on the first one for fun, just kind of like, oh, I remember the time, you know, but like this one's kind of. I would have to say the one that, like, remember ABC Family, mm-hmm. like on Channel 52? When we <laughs> I don't remember the channel number, but okay. Well, I remember it on Channel 52. Anyway, so growing up, like, ABC Family would play the Harry Potter movies, especially during, like, holiday seasons. Yeah, like Halloween and Christmas. Like Halloween and Christmas, yeah. Um, and number four was constantly. Yeah, Go- Goblet of Fire was on all the time. I remember all, that. All the time. Either, either that one or number three, which is weird, because I feel like that one seemed pretty dark for, like, the time. I like three. I like three, too, but, like, it seemed kind of dark, I guess, at the time when we saw it maybe it just it was the most different from those first two yeah for sure but now more, more of the harry potter movies are like three than they are like one and two these two are very different from the other rest of them yeah that's true that's that's really true yeah because it it goes from like 
they're enjoying the school whimsical like, there's yeah. like and there's a so mystery behind the way more like mystery behind his parents past talks more about all of that than it does like what they're learning in school yeah yeah it gets rid of like harry's journey and goes more like where his parents and where all this Voldemort stuff comes from. Yeah. Which maybe is why I don't really like that stuff very much. Cause it's like, I kind of want to learn about Harry and his friends. I don't really like, I, okay. I, I get there's like secret stuff in the past and you can hint to it, but like, I don't know. I, I do like the, the prongs, like the, the, the Marauders Max stuff, stuff, the, the Marauders Max, but they never get into that in the, in the movies. Not you know as I mean? detailed. They do go a little bit into it, but they don't like go into detail saying, yeah, this is because of this. Like they don't even tell you in the movies why, um, there's three animagus that are um, animagus, animagus. Sorry, animagi. That's what they're called. Are they? I thought yeah. they animagus. Uh, one or the other. Animagis. I don't know. Something like that. Yeah, <laughs> that are not registered, which also makes you think because when they talk about that, it's it's uh, which we could talk more about when we do three. But McGonagall's got to be on that list because she turns into a cat. Yeah. Right. And so. Hermione describes in there that there's only seven people in the last century that are on that list. So one of them's got to be McGonagall. Yeah. It's kind of cool to think about. I don't know. It's cool. Well, I mean, I, you just assume, especially you, that everybody can do that. And it's like, oh, no, this is special, just like the parcel time thing. Yeah, you got to learn. Well, you got to do a lot of studying, and then you're supposed to register. But, you know, clearly Harry's No, there's no – every rule is being broken. There's probably hundreds of hundreds of – Well, that's probably why Snape hates – harry so much more and and that can be described more in the third movie too is harry's just like his dad in that sense getting like, into trouble and stuff like constantly just like saying oh f the rules and but harry's not a bully it, like we get the impression that his father was a bully right yeah but he he seems to have these undertone like i'm gonna do what i want to do kind of thing and snape's like i couldn't do anything about it when your dad and i went to school together but i'm gonna do something about you thinking you're better than everyone now you know what i mean like the point dexter like i follow the rules so i gotta make sure that everyone else follows the rules i guess but these rules really don't matter, <laughs> matter. Yeah. and i guess that's just the outside perspective of harry because we know harry he does he's not like that though he's not like better than everyone else and like oh i just gonna do what i want he's always constantly like what should we he has a responsibility to do things when bad stuff's happening yeah but it's like if you know the person's like parent and know that that's like their tendencies of what they did when you guys were growing up, like you can kind of see that in him. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Um, overall though, you enjoy chamber of secrets is one of your favorite ones or just kind of bottom of your list in terms of like the ones you enjoy. I don't know. I would have to say chamber of secrets is better than like on my list, better than the first one for sure. I don't like the first one. Really? I guess I feel like the whole reveal at the end of, Quarrel, I knew like immediately. Like, I was like, this guy's super suspect, or like, super sus. Like, he's <laughs> clearly the bad guy in this. Like, Snape's not gonna be the bad guy, it's gonna be him. They're gonna think of Snape. Like, that's how every it that's how most movies work. When you think that person's the bad guy, it's a little bit of a twist, and it seems to be the person you would least suspect. Yeah, right. So, Quarrel's supposed to be this little wimp of a guy he's the first professor he meets and he's like super like dude stuttering you're 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 the guy <laughs> you're the bad guy you're the guy and then they go and they like oh yeah he he's like gone around but after this last trip clearly he saw something he shouldn't have 
Oh, in the books or something? Yeah. Well, I mean, even in the movies, like, they talk about, like, oh, yeah, he went off, uh, he, he's gone off and fought, uh, like, va- vampires and stuff and this and the other, but after his last trip this last summer, he's, like, super nervous. He's, like, he clearly saw something he wasn't supposed to see. Oh, he wasn't always, like, that way? No. Oh. It wasn't until this last year. It was, like, two and two together. Come on. <laughs> well, the mystery in this, in Chamber of Secrets, is pretty good. Oh, for sure. Like, you don't see it coming that Ginny's behind it, you know, and you're trying to figure stuff out. And I don't like how they reveal at the end, like, oh, Hermione just happens to know it's a basilisk, and we happen to know where this thing is, and we just kind of get told. We don't really figure out anything. Yeah, exactly. Which is kind of disappointing, but I do like the mystery. I do like the, like, you can watch it back and figure stuff out. I like that when the first time I saw it and we saw Tom Riddle, I did not put two and two together that that was Voldemort. Well, how would you? How would you know? I don't know. Yeah. But, like, I didn't put two and two together. I was like, oh, okay, interesting. Maybe this guy will show up later in the series. Like, he's going to get more information from this guy. No, like, he's legitimately Voldemort as a kid. And it kind of, like, puts it back to make you think, like, because you, when, you, when you're first introduced to Voldemort, you're, like, introduced to, like, this evil being. But you forgot he had to go to school, too. Yeah, he was a person before he like, became he, this monster. Exactly. And it's, like, it kind of, like, makes you feel like, shoot we got to be careful because like people like that are right next to us in school and stuff they could be bad people if we don't like make sure we keep each other accountable you know what I mean? there you go well uh, said thank you for joining me for this episode of backtrack not we'll, a problem. we'll have to bring you back again when we do prisoner of azkaban yeah i enjoy chamber of secrets i'm glad we got to do this together we got to uh relive some past memories yeah of childhood uh, Harry Potter, which is definitely the peak of it. I love that that Quidditch game, dude. That Quidditch game was so much fun. It, I I I laugh every time I see Malfoy fall on his butt. <laughs> I'm I'm sad that this is the last time Malfoy's a cool person. Like, there's a lot of cool stuff in this that I loved, and I wish it came back later on in the series. That doesn't. Yeah. Um, there is some stuff I don't like in terms of this movie with uh, like some of the stuff doesn't really make sense. Um. Like, oh, we just figure things out. It just kind of happens, you know? Yeah. It does kind of take a while to get going. The effects are really good. I love all the, the I think this one, effect-wise, was way better than the first one. Easily. Yeah, Easily. so good. They really stepped it up. I really like Chamber of Secrets. So I think after upon this latest rewatch, I think I put it above the first one. Oh, for sure. I don't know if I used to, but I do now. Maybe we should start ranking them. Okay. Number two and then number one. That's our ranking so far. So far. <laughs> uh, yeah, thank you for joining me. If you guys like this really long episode of backtrack we have a ton more you can listen to feel free to check it out in the back catalog all of our information is also in the description of this episode if you want to check us out there um other than that i'll see everybody next week Bye bye bye